High School Football is on the air. HavenFootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's PIAA District 1-5A championship football game is between your number two seed Strathaven Panthers and the number one seed W.C. Rustin Golden Knights. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper. True local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Flashback with me just a moment to November 2019, just a couple of days after a heartbreaking overtime loss in the second round of the District 1 playoffs. I stood in front of our Strathaven Panthers at the football banquet and said, look, Guys, we're going to start reserving every Friday in November for Strathaven football. 2020 was interrupted. We had a shortened season, very different looking schedule thanks to COVID and the pandemic. But this year, the Panthers have put it all together. Here we are on the fourth Friday in November and in the District 1 finals for the first time since 2010 with a bunch of seniors, juniors, and some sophomores with a sporting a 12-1 and record and on the road for the first time in these playoffs, taking on the top-seeded Golden Knights of Westchester Ruston here in the finals. They are here for the third time in four years and still looking to cash in on their first district title in quite a while. The Panthers victorious in 2010. That was their 11th District 1 championship. Go back to 2008. That was Coach Sinclair, uh, Mike St. Clair's Third year at the helm for Westchester Wrestling, a newly created school. They took home the district title that year and have been searching for one ever since. So tonight, the District 1 finalists, number two Strathaven and number one Ruston. Somebody's going home with some hardware and make it just a little bit happier Thanksgiving. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play tonight for the District 1 5A final here in Westchester, and thanks to everybody at Ruston for getting us set up in the booth. It is certainly warmer and cozier here than it is outside where it is blustery windy cold and uh the fans in the stands big turnout tonight it's homecoming weekend in a sense for a lot of people who are out of towners but Strathaven bringing a quite a contingent of uh people home for the weekend and Westchester Ruston certainly will fill these home stands tonight so we are looking forward to the district one final here and uh, it's been quite a while Mike Mayer and again looking uh and in, in a larger sense here for Strathaven, it would be their 12th District 1 title. The last kit one came in 2010. Um, and in the bigger picture for the Central League, you have a 6A finalist, Garnet Valley, playing uh, at the same time at home against Coatesville. So uh, sort of the, West, uh, the 
Chessmont against the Central League tonight yep. Yep. <laughs> in the 5A and 6A finals. And uh, wouldn't it be nice for to bring two titles back to Delco uh, you know, maybe just a couple hours from now? Yep. Well, we'll see. You know, this is going to be a good game. As you mentioned in your 50-yard line article, these teams are truly like looking in a mirror, not only in the way they play, which is primarily wing D, very little passing, a lot of run. They also uh, basically had almost an identical season. They just they they played the same team twice in this season. They played uh, they both have lost one game to a potential powerhouse. Um, you know, I have no idea what to expect since they're both going to play the wing tee. I guess it's going to come down to obviously mistakes because it always does. But I think as importantly, execution. Let's see who runs the wing tee better. That's really what this is all going to be about. I think the I think the Panthers have a bit of an advantage in it. They can attack it with three, four, five different guys, where uh, Rustin tends to rely primarily on a runner. There's other runners that they can certainly move the ball to, but you know it's dominated by one running back. It's a blustery night. I do not suspect we're going to see any kind of passing unless. They just see a spot and hope the ball, the wind doesn't come in and blow it down. The kicking game should be very interesting, both for extra points, uh, punts certainly. And, and this is a game we may not see a whole lot of punts. I suspect the teams are going to be aggressive enough to where you're going to see balls turn over at the you know 35, maybe the 40, places where they probably won't want to punt, um, particularly if the, if the wind is blowing into their face. So it's going to be an interesting game. It usually is this time. You've got two very, very good high school football teams, and they're going to have to settle it right here in the next two hours. Next two hours, indeed. And Mike mentioned uh, Westchester Rustin here. Only one loss. That loss came on September 4th, their opening game of the season where they had turnovers galore and made some mistakes, uh, some early season rust in a 21-7 loss to Unionville and uh, have been on a roll ever since with 11 straight wins. Strathaven, you'd have to go back to September for their only defeat as well when they ran into Garnet Valley, uh, the 6A finalist, again, who's playing in Glen Mills tonight. Uh, But, again... In terms of just identical, even on the stat line, Strathaven comes in averaging 37 points per game and allowing uh, 12, uh, 13. Rustin averages 34 points a game, a few points fewer, but allows 12, one, a couple, one point fewer as well. Uh, the rushing game, again, Strathaven's had the three-headed monster in the backfield with uh, a pair of fullbacks uh, Bobby Fuscus and, and Anthony Crawford sharing time there, uh, but the two halfbacks both at 1,000 yards or more now with Chase Barlow and Matt Schuler. You mix in Sam Milligan, and they can attack you from all different sides and angles, whereas you look at uh, <laughs> Rustin, Deshaun Jacobs with an unbelievable season, eye-popping numbers, 2,551 yards rushing. He's averaging 10.7 yards per carry coming into tonight. Just to give you some context on on what 2,500 yards looks like, yesterday morning, uh, Thanksgiving morning, Ridley's Tahir Mills set the single-season record in Delaware County for rushing yards in a season. So he finished and has the new Delco record with of 2,521. Jacobs is 30 yards past that and still has another game or at least to play right. tonight. So this is a record-setting running back. Where's number one for the top-seeded Golden Knights tonight? And all eyes will be on him. Can the Panthers slow him down and, uh, you know, make somebody else beat you? But certainly some good size up front. They have a pair of good fullbacks, Chris Yanko and, and Anthony Meadows. Uh, they'll, see, they'll mix in Antonio Santangelo at halfback as well. So, uh, again, not entirely a one-trick pony, but... 
every team they've played is going to say, hey, we have to stop number one. And right. It hasn't really worked. <laughs> so give credit to the offensive line and their scheme and their execution, as you said, Mike. Uh, this is a team that is awfully talented and awfully good uh, with, with one spectacular player. So the Panthers will have their hands full uh, if they want to take a step to the state semifinals. Uh, the winner of tonight's game will take on the winner of Imhotep versus Erie Cathedral Prep. That game is being played out at Bald Eagle High School. Uh, we will try to keep you updated on that as the weekend progresses. That game is uh, tomorrow, uh, so we won't have updates tonight as it's going on. But tomorrow out at Bald Eagle, uh, it's Erie Cathedral Prep and Imhotep. If Strathaven were to win, they would play next Friday night, either at Bald Eagle High School again, it seems, if uh, Erie Cathedral Prep were to win, or if it's Imhotep as the opponent, it would probably be much, much closer to home. Maybe, just speculating here, maybe a place like Cardinal O'Hara or Plymouth White Marsh, but Panthers have 48 minutes of football to uh, prove, <laughs> prove themselves and take that extra step here first, and the home team tonight will do everything in their power to uh, say otherwise. So you look out at the field tonight, uh, the Rustin Golden Knights in their golden dome and golden pants tonight and uh, golden numerals on navy blue uniforms. Uh, think Notre Dame. Uh, if, if you haven't seen them before, it looks like a Notre Dame home uniform. On the far sidelines, Panthers in their white jerseys with silver helmets and silver pants with the black numerals on the front and back. And led, of course, by head coach Kevin Clancy. He of the 331 wins, that's the most in Delaware County all time, 264 of those here at Strathaven, 11 Central League titles, 11 District 1 titles, the last coming in 2010. For the Golden Knights, Coach Mike St. Clair, after a 3-8 and eight start when the school formed in 2006, uh, to, to be now sitting at a record of 135-48, and 48, to win mm-hmm. almost 75% of your games, um, to be, you know, this is their, uh, again, Coach St. Clair, this is his third, uh, fourth District 1 final, 1 and 2 all time in District 1 finals. Coach Clancy, 11 and 1. They lost that first one back in 1992 to Hatboro Horsham, but otherwise, when they get to the final, the Panthers usually win it. Well, they've only won it <laughs> after 1992. So they're hoping to repeat history here and make some new ones for the young men who are, have put in a lot of time and energy into the season this year. Captain's ready to meet at midfield here. They're making their way towards the 50-yard line as we speak. For the Panthers, Matt Schuler, Chase Barlow, Mason Green, and Nick Filios. For the Golden Knights, quarterback Colby Freeney. Number 59, two-way tackle Jack Shoup. Number 12 is linebacker and fullback Anthony Meadows. And number one, defensive back and uh, leading rusher Deshaun Jacobs. So we'll keep things posted here on the opening kickoff. And Pete Fulginetti... Probably checking in from down in Virginia. We'll say yep. hello to him. He's not here with us tonight. Uh, but if you're joining us from elsewhere, I'll say hi to my parents in Hatboro. And uh, we have other family members all over the country uh, listening in. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody that we did not get to see in person this weekend because we're playing some football. Strathaven has won the toss and deferred. So Rustin will receive the opening kickoff move left to right into a very stiff wind um, as we get started here momentarily. So we're going to take a short time out, be back for the opening kickoff, ready to rock and roll here in week 14, believe it or not. District 1 final action coming up in just a moment on havenfootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. 
Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. That's the Star Spangled Banner performed by the Golden Knights Marching Unit. Thanks to both bands for being out here on a very cold night to be blowing a horn. It is a, a tough, uh, tough sell on a holiday weekend, but the Strathaven Band has made their way here. This is a smaller version of it, but it's more of a sort of a pep band, but still would be the biggest band in the Central in the Chessmont League, even uh, in smaller numbers tonight. There's not even room in the stands for them. So they are sitting uh, sort of standing. in an L-shape standing, yes, standing all night in an L-shape uh, in the back corner of the end zone and out, uh, behind, out towards the 10-yard line on the far sideline. Thanks again to Andrew Kaufman for helping us with the stats and spotting. We'll hear from him at halftime as well. And uh, thanks to Pete DiGiovanni, who I was speaking to beforehand. He's a local, daily local reporter who's seen Rustin several times, who so we're sharing some ideas on uh, the game tonight in the pregame. So Rustin will receive the opening kickoff, and the Panthers, with the wind at their backs, will have to decide do they want to try to kick this thing short to one of the up men or dare try to put it through the end zone and try to avoid two dangerous returners, the, da- the Jacobs brothers, Damon over on the far hash at the five-yard line and Deshaun on the near hash at the five as well. So, here we go. Shankweiler has it teed on the far hash mark. And uh, the referee's going to make somebody put a finger on it and and hold it down. So the Panthers did prepare for this. They practiced this during the week. And Shankweiler, whether they decide to kick it deep or not, we'll see. Anthony Meadows awaits as well alongside of Chris Yanko if they go with a short kick to this near side. Shankweiler approaches, and we are underway. High, very short kick. It's going to angle towards uh, Yanko, who makes the catch, and a fair catch signaled for by Meadows. Yanko makes the catch, and that will still stop the ball there at the 30-yard line. All right. Westchester Rustin will start at the 30, moving left to right. Colby Freeney is your senior quarterback. Where's number 11? Running backs are Deshaun Jacobs, Anthony Meadows, and Chris Yanko. Wide receivers 
include number eight, Michael Lighthill, and we'll see Antonio Santangelo at both back and wide receiver. Tight end is Nathan Mr. Chowski. When they use two of them, it'll be Matt Egri. Uh, center is Nick Impriano, Aaron Meadows, and Alfredo Flores are your guards, and the bookend tackles Jack Shoup and Dan McNasby. We'll get to the Panther defense in just a moment. On first down, wing T or offset I here. Offset with a wing to the left. They go toss play to Jacobs. Looking for stretch, stretch out on that left side. Turns upfield, and he's banged out of bounds, but near first down yardage. We'll see where they spot it. It'll bring up second down and maybe two when they have Chase Nangle unpile on that far sideline. Second down and two. Gain of eight for Deshaun Jacobs on his first carry. For the Panthers tonight, up front, you've got Nate Perlman, Jason Williams, Ben Faribault, and Mason Green. Anthony Crawford and Bobby Fusca are your inside backers. Chase Barlow and Matt Schuler on the outside. Corners are Sam Milligan and Chase Nangle. Aiden Sutherland is your free safety. Second down and about a yard and a half here. Good start here for Rustin as they'll snap it from their own 39-yard line. Eyes formation, and they toss to the near side this time. Coming to the right of the formation, Deshaun Jacobs stood up by Fuscus. He'll still fall forward across the 40, gain of two, but he paid for it that time. Fuscus came up fast and heavy with the hit. Yep, it was enough for a first down, but it was a good short yard gain So for the Panthers. so All right. Freeney brings in the play along with a second tight end. That is number four, Matt Agri. As Lighthill checks out. And again with a... Now we go double wing. Oh, nope, two tight ends and a single wing to the right. I formation. It's Jacobs one more time. Right up the middle. Panthers ready that time. They stand him up. Maybe he's going to lose a yard. And that'll be about it. Excellent job by the Panther defense that time. Crawford and friends on the stop. Yeah, they're finding their way in the gaps now. We'll see how... Uh... How uh, Rustin, uh, you know, changes to, to try to pick up those uh, defenders that are coming in and filling the gaps. Jacobs, 193 yards and two scores on 24 carries last week in the 1914 win over PW, where Rustin scored with just over four minutes to play to take their lead and ride out the clock after that. All right, here we go. Wing T look on second down and 10. It's Jacobs off the right side into the secondary, lowers the shoulder, and they grab him shy of the 50. Good work there by Schuler to wrap him up at about the 48. Brings up third down and about three. Well, that was the adjustment they needed. They managed to seal off the lane, get, created a nice opening uh, for Jacobs to get through, and he gained uh, about six. Jacobs will not be a stranger <laughs> to carrying yes. the load. He had 36 carries in the second round win over Kennett. 10-15 to go here in the opening quarter. Third and three from their own 48. Rustin with a wing T. Look at Jacobs one more time. Off the right side, spins his way forward to the 50, and not a, that's it. Fuska's there to meet him again. Gain of just one or two, maybe. They'll put it down at the 50. It's going to bring a fourth and one in decision time for Coach St. Clair. My guess is they're going to keep the offense on the field rather than punt into a stiff wind. I, I uh, No, they're making changes. They're All right, now punt. here's the other thing to consider. Yeah. Punt team comes on, but Jacobs is your punter yep. and has been known to pick his spots. Panthers have to just put one man back and play basically a safe defense in case he decides to run it. And, now and they're going to get a uh, whistle pre-snap timeout for Coach St. Clair and the Knights with 9.40 to play. Big fourth and one upcoming. They're going to talk it over. And we'll take a short timeout with them. Thanks to our sponsors for keeping us going here. Playoff action, District 1 final on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. 
The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. All right, welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School. Fourth and one for the Knights on the opening drive of the game. 9.40 to go in this one in the opening quarter, and now they break the huddle with an I formation. They will go for it. They eschew the punt idea. Freeney under center. Up the middle he goes, pushes, and I don't know. The Panthers stack him up. I think he's going to be short. Mason Green says no. Several others in the middle of the pile say no, and they're going to put him down shy of the 49, I believe. I think he's inches short. The referees are going to eyeball it, stop the clock. It will at least bring a measurement from here. It's almost directly in front of me. It looks to be half a yard short. It looks like the marker is actually on the 49, and the ball is not quite touching the 49. So that would... We'll see. What a job in the middle of the line there. Jason Williams, Ben Faribault, and others stacking it up on Freeney. Who stands six foot three? I, hey, you don't mind the play call there. Fourth and one, you go with your six three, almost two hundred pound quarterback. Yeah, plant your feet and fall forward. Yeah. Right. They stretch the chains, and he is shy. He is inches short, wow. and the Panther defense comes up with a stop. Four and out goes Rustin on their opening drive, and the Panther offense onto the field at their own, just shy of the midfield stripe. Here comes Sam Milligan at quarterback. Chase Barlow and Matt Schuler are your halfbacks. Anthony Crawford is your fullback. Two tight ends are Nate Perlman and Mason Green. Aiden Sutherland's your split end when they use one. Jack Beck's your center. Nick Filios and Ethan Barrar at guard. And the bookend tackles, both outstanding. Jake Millett and Ben Faribault, right and left, respectively. We'll get to the Rustin defense momentarily. Panthers, first and 10 from their own 49. Barlow and Crawford in the backfield. Wing left is Matt Schuler, Looking at a four-man front, sort of a 4-4. Looking at Schuler off the right side. Following Barrar. Turns up field and Schuler First down yardage down the far sideline. On his feet at the 20. Inside the 20. Carrying tacklers down to the four-yard line. Matt Schuler goes for 47 on his first touch. That was amazing. I mean, he just kept going. He probably broke three or four tackles along the way. He just refused to go down. They finally got him down. What is he at the They'll three? They'll call it at, at the, the five. five. They'll okay. put it down. No of the football on the five first and goal to go. Panthers looking to punch it in early. 9.15 to go here in the opening quarter. Panthers four cracks at it from the five-yard line. From the far hash, moving right to left. Under center is Milligan. Two tight ends and a wing tee behind him. It's Crawford straight up the middle for a couple. Nice work in there by the middle of the defense. Anthony Meadows and Igri and others wrap him up after a short gain of just a yard. Second and goal from the four. Both teams are playing absolute smash-mouth football here. I mean, they've got a goal-line defense for Rustin. Haven's going to take it on, and, and they're going to, they basically got a yard on that play, and they're, they're prepared, to, I think, to challenge him right up the middle. We'll see what this call is. We'll get to the Rustin defense after this I'm play, sorry. I promise, <laughs> but unless they score. Here we go. Here's Milligan. Turns, gives to Barlow. He shuffles his way into the end zone for the touchdown. Barlow, from the 23rd time this season, punches it in for the Panthers. 6 nothing. Strathaven in just three plays. And what a job by the offensive line. And, well, credit to the defense for stealing momentum 
on that fourth down stop a moment ago. Charlie Shankweiler with the wind at his back will try the extra point. Milligan will take a knee at the 10. Evan Menneker to snap. With the wind behind him, awaiting the snap from Menneker. It's a good one. Ball spotted. Kick is plenty long enough, and Shankweiler is good. 7-0 Strathaven with 8.27 to go here in the opening quarter. Stick with us. We'll be back in a moment on havenfootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Can't can't start much better than that for Strathaven. Four and out goes Rustin with a big stop on fourth and one, and the Panthers three plays later, 51 yards covered in all, 46 of it on a run from Matt Schuler. Sets up Chase Barlow's short touchdown run from the four. 7 nothing Strathaven, just 8.27 to play here in the opening quarter. So can they come up with another stop here on what has been a very high-powered offense for Rustin. Here we go. Shankweiler, high, short, end-over-ends kick. It's going to come down to Yanko at the 27-yard line. Up the near hash. He breaks a tackle. Look out. 45-50. Shoved out of bounds here as he crosses the midfield stripe. So excellent field position for Rustin at the Panther 45. Matt Schuler on the tackle. So short, high kickoff there. Should have been plenty high enough to get down there and get good coverage. But Yanko, good work there to get things going. I still promise uh, we will get to the <laughs> Rustin defense uh, momentarily, but quick fireworks there from the Panther offense. We didn't get to mention that starting lineup for the Knights. We'll get to it momentarily. But in the meantime, Rustin's offense back on the field. Double wing this time. Jacobs to the left. He comes in motion. They give it to him. Sweep to the right. He bounces outside momentarily, and he's banged out of bounds by Matt Schuler after a short gain, maybe a yard or two. To about the Strathaven 43 or so. We'll see where they put it down. They'll give them the 42. Gain of three, second down and seven. Six carries for 22 yards in the early going for Deshaun Jacobs. Quick score updates from elsewhere. St. Joe's Prep trailing Bethlehem Freedom 7-3. to three. And Garnet Valley on top of Coatesville 7-0. Here, 7 nothing Strathaven. 8-13 to play here in the opening quarter. Wing to the left, Santangelo. In the backfield, this is Yanko, the fullback, straight up the middle, and he'll bang his way across the 40 into the arms of another wrestler, uh, Bobby Fuscus, but they'll put him down at the 39. Brings up third down and about four. And I don't think there's any doubts it's four-down territory. They're not going to give the ball up. Wouldn't think so at this point. <laughs> so, so you know, Haven defense has really got to come up with two, basically yard, one-yard, two-yard stops. That was Barlow on the last Barlow, stop. thank you, yes. Still a wrestler. Still another wrestler. They are <laughs> everywhere on the field tonight. We'll get to that in just a moment. Here you go. Three wide receivers and an I formation. On third and four, they go toss to the near side. Looking for room is uh, Jacobs. He goes nowhere. They string him out nicely. Crawford and Fuscus. He might have lost a yard. They're we'll going to put him back to the 39 yep. or 40. I don't know. 
Well, closer uh, to where they're going to go. Okay, so fourth and four upcoming. Yep, 40. They put him to the and 40. And now they're going to think about yard. a punt. Yep. All right, so a punt into the wind here. Panthers have to be smart not to jump off sides here on fourth and four. But again, Jacobs has to be ready for a fake here. Sutherland stands inside the 10, awaiting a return. Panthers with 10 in the box, ready to far, uh, work against a fake. And now Jacobs does let it go. High wobbler, signaling fair catch is Sutherland. He makes it at the wow. eight-yard line. Excellent coverage, excellent punt, and a long field here for Strathaven to deal with. 7.22 in the opening quarter, but they lead it 7-0. Well, I tell you, you know, my heart is in my stomach whenever they go to fair catch down at the eight because you're like, oh, the ball <laughs> is cold, the wind is blowing. You know, they drop that ball there. It's going to be a nightmare. But uh, I, I would just let it go. But then, you know, and hope it bounces into the end zone and get the 20. But in that situation, you've got four Rustin players right near him. That ball's probably going to be down inside the five. Well, so you're okay. better off trying to make that fair I don't know. catch, I five, think. 5-8 doesn't make any difference. At the eight. All right, here we go. Tight end split a little bit to the left. Mason Green. Wing left is Schuler. Wing T look. Ten in the box for Rustin. Give is to Barlow. Looking for room off that left side. Not finding much. Nope. Excellent work there by the defense. That's Anthony Meadows and friends on the stop. The Rustin defense tonight, we promised, and we will deliver here. Uh, defensive ends Chris Yanko and J- uh, Jason Hyen. Uh, the defensive tackles are Colin Riley and uh, C.J. Fisher. Linebackers Jake Law, Anthony Meadows, and Michael Lighthill. Antonio Santangelo and Nick Bertami are the Corners and the safeties, the Jacobs brothers, Deshaun and Damon at safety. Chase Hatton out of the lineup tonight for Rustin. On second and nine, rolling to his right is Milligan. Looking, eyes downfield, is going to keep it himself. Tuck and run, now bounces outside. First down yardage for Milligan. He's out across the 15, out near the 19. And Sam Milligan rips off a bunch and moves the chains for the Panthers, gain of maybe 10 or 11 on the run. And that is a play that gives defenses fits. Milligan is a very talented runner, and he just is able to slow down, and they start to close in on him, and he accelerates it, and he runs by him, or he takes it outside a little further. It's very difficult to catch up with him. Milligan averaging nearly eight yards per carry coming in, and Similar to Barlow and Schuler, both over eight yards per carry here. First and ten from their 18. Now a little bit of breathing room for the Panthers. It's Crawford straight up the middle. He'll go for a few. Forward progress will get him across the 20, but not much further. So to bring up second down and about seven. Yeah, he had clear sound for about a yard and a half, and then they closed it right down. I mean, this is, uh, you know, one of the challenges that the Panthers face tonight is that the opponent knows the wing tee inside and out because they run it. I feel like... There are many opponents where Strathaven shows up, and for the first couple quarters, the other team's still trying to figure it out. Not the case tonight. Second down and seven from their own 21. They shift Barlow wing to the right. Schuler in the backfield with Crawford. They give it to Schuler off the right side. A little bit of room momentarily, and it closes down quickly. He dives forward to a 23 maybe, and it'll be third down and about five upcoming. Nice work there for the Knights in pursuit there. Panthers not getting much of a push at the moment. Be a good point, although it will not get you the first down, but it'd be a good place to try to draw them off. You'll be with it probably at a third and one if they, if you in fact draw them off. That's my philosophy. It's third and five, so it would be fourth it, and one. It, it could, you could have potential first down yardage with the offside call. Five twelve and counting to go here in the opening quarter. Third and almost six for the Panthers. Wing to the left is Schuler. Yeah, and it's a counter. Chris Ross Ooh. ball in the air, scrambled for it, and it popped in the air. And good job by Schuler to pick it out of the air and not have it on the turf. He does well to pick up a couple across the 25 to the 26, and you're looking at fourth and three. 
So juggled yep. uh, the handoff, and Panthers avoid disaster there. Yeah, that would have been just not good. All right, so fourth and two, and are the Panthers look like they're going to bring the special teams unit on and kick it away. They have the wind at their back here, and you're going to kick it to a dangerous returner back there. Don't kick it to him. Milligan awaits the punt snap at his 15. 425 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. 7 nothing Strathaven. Fourth and two. Milligan steps into a punt. Line drive. He's going to have a chance to return it. It's juggled momentarily and now picking it up. And Brandon Miller's got him wrapped up. Nice work but at the 36-yard line right there. Juggled uh, the punt and fortunate bounce there. For Damon Jacobs to... And that uh, nobody was around. That nobody was there just yet. But Brandon Miller, special teams ace all year with a great open field stop, puts uh, Rustin back at their 38-yard line here on their third drive of this first quarter. 4.08 to play here in the opening stanza. 7-0 Strathaven, and Rustin will snap from the left hash. Again, Mike, you mentioned it earlier, just... uh, Oh, oh, wow. Targeting. Okay, Didn't so much flag. for that. All right, so they're going to end up with a helmet-to-helmet uh, hit there for the Panthers. So this will turn it into first and 10 at the 47. Mm-hmm. So unfortunate break there for Strathaven with a personal foul as they had uh, gave Rustin a free 15 here. Split to the near side is Egri. Double wing for Rustin, first down and 10 from the Panther 48. Anthony Meadows is your fullback. Motion man is Jacobs. They give it to Jacobs. Sweep to the right side, trying to bounce outside. Turns upfield. Shake and bake across the 40. Carrying tacklers now in the weight room down to the 35. 12-yard uh, gain there for Jacobs. That's his best run of the night for and another first down. And, you know, this is typical of Jacobs. I mean, they kind of had him. They had a hand on him. They did this. They did, he's dancing around a little bit back there, and he just finds the way to get through and breaks tackles and drags people another three or four yards. And that's, you know, Haven's got to find a way to stop that. Yanko checks out Santangelo in as senior quarterback Colby Freeney jogs in the play. Split to the near side is Mike Lighthill. Wing to the left, Jacobs. Wing to the right, Santangelo. Fullback. And now they go motion. They fake the jet sweep. And up the middle goes Anthony Meadows for a couple. And he'll still fall forward. Good lean there for Big Anthony down to the 29. Gain of five for Meadows, that's yet another wrestler. <laughs> he, uh, he, he gained about three, three yards in running the hole and just the other three yards just by fighting it and, and leaning forward. 3.14 and counting to play here in a fast-moving first quarter. Strathaven leading, but on their heels a bit now as Rustin has it at their 29-yard line after a decent punt, but a 15-yard penalty put it in Strathaven territory. All right, Egri split to the right. Wing T, look. This is Jacobs. Sweeping to the right side. The Panthers are waiting for him, and Matt Schuller's going to drop him for a loss. Back on the wrong side of the 30, he goes out to the 31. So they'll turn this into second down and 12. Nice work by Schuller. Haven defense is getting some very nice penetration. Even on the, on the plays where Rustin is gaining, they're getting some nice penetration, but Rustin's getting through it. But uh, so far, it seems like a, a fairly dominating performance on the line by the Panthers. Andrew, quick score update. No, no, it's okay. actually third and seven. <laughs> oh, okay, third down. I'm sorry, third <laughs> down after uh, after the two yard loss. I forgot about uh, the Meadows run momentarily. All right, now they split Jacobs to the far side of the field, slot to the left as well, 
Shotgun look for the first time. Freeney back to pass. They set up a little screen underneath. It's Santangelo with a little bit of room on the near side. He's banged out of bounds. I think he's shy of the first down. We'll see. Third and seven. They show the little screen. And again, nice safe play with a stiff wind in their faces. And it's going to be awfully close. It's going to turn it to fourth and one one more yep. time. All right. Fourth and a yard. We'll give Santangelo six on the first completion of the evening. Freeney has just put it in the air. Only 37 times this year. You thought Strathaven didn't like to throw it. <laughs> this is a team that averages about three passes per game. There's one. 2.03 on the game clock here in the first quarter. Fourth and one. Second time, Rustin's faced a fourth and one. First time did not go well for the Knights. Power eye look. Two fullbacks, Yanko and Meadows. They give it to the tailback, Jacobs, with some running room. First down yardage down near the 20. Panthers stack him up at the 21, and that's about it. All right, so pickup of uh, about four or five on the play and a fresh set of downs for Rustin. Nice work there by the offensive line. Yeah, Haven's got to be thinking some kind of turnover here if they can. I don't, I, I've not seen a lot of grabbing at the ball, but if they get Jacobs in there and he's kind of standing up trying to dance for more yards, stuff, that's a good opportunity for somebody to come in and try to rip the ball out. Both defenses have taken the ball away 24 times this year. Double wing. Fullback is Meadows. They give on the sweep to this near side. This is Jacobs and nowhere to go. He will get the line of scrimmage at most as Perlman there to meet him immediately. Generous spot gives him the 20, brings up second down and 10. Great job by the Panthers getting off their blocks. They're really, really doing well on the line of scrimmage. And again, it is Jacobs' capability and ability, I should say, to find even the smallest gap and scoot through. But right now, I think uh, Panthers are, are pretty well controlling that line of scrimmage. 11 carries for 37 yards for Jacobs. He is wing to the right this time. Damon Jacobs, he's on the carry to this near side for the first time tonight, and he's tripped up in the open field. Nice work there by Chase Barlow. Drops him after a gain of just four. So Damon's first carry of the night will turn it into third down and six. So a little uh, change of pace there, and Panthers are going to have to deal with two talented uh, Jacobs brothers. 35, 34, 33 seconds to play here in the opening quarter. Freeney breaks the huddle on third and six from the Panthers' 16-yard line. Damon Jacobs, and uh, get, uh, all right, got some confusion here. Now they go slot right, Damon Jacobs in the backfield. And they give it to Damon on the stretch play to the left side, off the weak side, and he's got himself first down yardage down near the nine-yard line. It'll be first and goal when they unpile. Nice little wrinkle there for Rustin, changing pace here, as Damon Jacobs has not been uh, a very busy ball carrier this season. He's uh, been busy in the return game, has six interceptions on defense, but that's uh, a nice little wrinkle here for Rustin. They'll be knocking on the door when we start the second quarter. First and goal to go for Rustin. 7 nothing Strathaven. We come back here to start the second quarter in the District 1 5A final on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. 
Hey fans, this is Top Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School, the top-seeded Knights trailing Strathaven 7-0 as we start this second quarter. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play, joined by Mike Mayer and Andrew Kaufman here in the booth. All right, second and goal to go from the, uh, sorry, first and goal to go from the nine. Panthers have a man uncovered on this near sideline, and he's wide open, and, and the lefty is under heavy pressure, and down he goes. Panthers dodge a bullet, and what a job by Farabaugh to get in and, and drop him for a sack. They had a split end. Egri was uncovered on this near sideline, but the Panthers' pass rush gets home and drops him back at the 17-yard line. That was a miracle play for the Panthers. I mean, they are so lucky. It should be a 7-7 game at this stage of the game. Yes, it should be. And speaking of 7-7 games, that's the score between Garnet Valley and Coatesville. All right. St. Joe's Prep has also pulled ahead of Freedom 10-7 now. Here, 7-0 Strathaven, and Rustin now backed up to the 17-yard line. Loss of 8 on that last play. All right. Motion man is Deshaun Jacobs. He is wing to the right. It's Damon Jacobs. Sweep to that right side, trying to get outside. Panthers wrap him up. But again, good push from the junior down to the 6-yard line. It'll be third and goal. Have that down to the five. So nice work there by Damon. Panthers are going to have to uh, wake up and see what happens with this uh, sort of secret weapon. Yeah, well, this outside linebacker had him. He had him trapped in there, but he just too fast to got away. He turned up inside real quick on him, cut him, and he couldn't close fast enough to make the tackle. And, of course, that's what a good running back does when he runs around the end. He either goes outside that linebacker or inside. All right, here we go. Power eye with two fullbacks in front of Deshaun Jacobs. Third and goal from the five. Toss play to the left side. He fumbles the football on the toss. Scramble for it. I th- it's still scrambling. Panthers think they have it. We'll see. They're going to unpile near the nine-yard line. No signal yet. Panther football. Unreal. A turnover there. Fumbled the toss. And I think, who was it? Anthony Crawford on the recovery or Perlman. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out on the tape. But, oh, first mistake of the night, first big mistake of the night for Rustin. They turn it over on the fumbled toss on third and five. So the Panthers still with a very long field, and now a stiff wind in their faces in this second quarter. Boy, that was that was the turnover they won, and now let's see what they can do with it. So call it a loss of three on the play, and the fumble made it worse. All right, first and 10 from the nine-yard line. Sweep to the left side. This is Barlow with blockers in front. 15 across that, out near the 20-yard line. Give Barlow a first down. They'll put it down at, I believe, the 19-yard line. Or the 20, maybe. Uh, yep, okay, 19. Give him 10 and a first down. A little bit more breathing room here as Barlow's third carry of the night gets the Panthers a new set of downs here. All right, from the left hash, moving left to right now in this second quarter. Ten minutes to play before halftime. T formation, and the give is to Schuler Off the right side and into the secondary. Look out, bounces out to the left with some room. 35-40-45, and tripped up by the ankles out at the 46-yard line. Matt Schuler, good vision to bounce it back towards the Strathaven sideline. 27 yards later, it's another first down. Yeah, they're just tearing off yardage. It's, it, it is... Aside, I mean, I, I got to tell you, Russin is playing it fairly well, but they are giving some gaps, and boy, we're just tearing through them and finding a light and going. Barlow and Crawford, terrific lead blocks on that one, coming out of the T formation. First and 10, near midfield now at the 46. Four-man front there for 
The Knights give us to Crawford off the left side. He cuts back to the right. He's going to be banging his way near the 45-yard line. It'll bring up second down and one. Nine more for the big fullback. When you're eating up this many yards, it gives you so many options as the kind of plays you run, which, of course, plays even more havoc on the defense because, you know, when you're when it's you know, second and five, there's so many options you figure they're going to try, but... You know, second and one. You're Talk about options. Three carries for Crawford, three for Barlow, three for Schuler, one for Milligan. They're keeping the Knights guessing right now. Second down and one from the 45. Milligan will turn and give to Barlow one more time. Off the left side, he'll push for a couple maybe. I think it's enough to move the chains. Yep. Forward progress to about the 44, 43 maybe. Not much doing. And good work by the Ruston defense to stand firm there, but... Another fresh set of downs for the Panthers. Give Barlow three on the carry. Excellent drive so far for the Panthers. Starting at their own eight, they get the big run from Schuler, or from yeah, from Schuler, gives them lots of breathing room. Eight forty-five and counting to play before halftime. Two tight end set. Wing T behind Milligan. Wing to the right is Barlow on first and ten from the forty-three off the left side. This is uh, Crawford off the weak side, and he'll cross the forty. Bumped out of bounds near that far sideline at about the 37, 38 maybe. So nice work there by Crawford taking five more. Anthony Crawford had a nice week a week ago in the big win over Academy Park, going over 100 yards. And the Panthers on the move here. In Ruston territory with 8.07 to play here. Before halftime, leading 7 nothing. Strathaven looking for more here. From the 38-yard line, second down and five. Milligan under center. Wing T behind him, two tight ends in front. Barlow in motion, quick hitter. This is right up the middle and into the secondary and pulling away is Crawford. Oh. They've got him by the ankles down at the 19-yard line. That was definitely saved a touchdown, but he was gone and he broke in that tackle. 19 yards for Crawford, but, oh, the quick hitter on the trap play. Caught him, look, caught him napping. And that's 37 yards on five carries for Crawford. And the Panthers in the red zone now at the 19-yard line. Panthers 41 out of 49 from inside the 20 this year. Scoring it quite a clip. So looking for more here. First and 10 at the 19. This is uh, Barlow, rather. Off the left side, he's going to push the pile down near the 15. Rugby scrum might have gotten him a couple extra. And we'll see where they stop forward progress. 13, it looks like. All right, we'll see. Down to the fourth, 13. Okay. Gain of six more for Barlow. Again, doesn't look like much, but when they unpile, it's second down and four. And credit to the offensive line. They're, they're pushing uh, some bigger people off the ball right now. All right, second and four from the 13. Wing to the left is Schuler. Barlow and Crawford in the backfield. It's Crawford. Nope, it's a fake. And then coming to this near sideline is Schuler. Dances inside, outside. Stiff arm at the 10. At the 5. Lowers the shoulder, and he's going to be just shy of the goal line. But it'll be first and goal from the for the Panthers at about the 3. Schuler a little slow to get up. Took a nice hit there. But the Panthers in business now. First and goal to go. As they'll put it down at the, about the two-yard yeah. line, 11 more for Schuler. Schuler's coming out. on fire right now. He is going to come out. Okay. Yep. So Schuler checks out, and Austin Connor checks in, and not a good sign there for the Panthers. Uh, all Delco defensive back and leading rusher tonight thus far. First and goal from the two. Austin Connor wing to the left. Barlow and Crawford in the backfield. Milligan under center. 
Trying to get the Panthers in the end zone again. It is Barlow going high over the pile, Walter Payton style, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Chase Barlow for the 24th time this season, going over the top. And the Panthers up by two scores. Well, that was quite a play. It was quite a series, actually. Let's check on uh, Schuler and see how he's feeling. I don't see anybody getting worked on. Maybe he's just trying to get it loosened up a little bit. Second touchdown of the night for Chase Barlow. And now Shankweiler into a wind here, but looking for an extra point to make it a 14-point game. Menneker snaps it. Ball spotted. Kick is away. Ooh, it is not going to make it. Again, into a stiff wind. That was short and wide left there, and the wind doing its part to affect the kicking game in this direction. So 13 nothing's where your score stays. Be back in just a moment. See if Rustin can answer. Midway through the second quarter, 13 nothing Panthers on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC Business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Chase Barlow's second touchdown of the night after Matt Schuler set it up. 13-0 Strathaven with 6.14 to play here in the first half. Barlow takes it in from the two. He has six carries for 26 yards, and now... What do the Panthers do here? Kicking it uh, into the wind. Probably one of the short uh, sort of sky kicks, I would think. But Chris Yanko made them pay for it the last time. And that sky kick, could, if it hangs up there, could just Die. easily float yeah, its it way float, back. Uh, Panthers might be ready to uh, Towards field, field this themselves. Themselves. The and yeah, I'd be ready to pick up something that right. may... From your, lip, their way. from your lips to God's ears if you're a Panther <laughs> fan. Here's Shankweiler into the wind. High, very short sky kick. It's going to come down. This is Yanko on the dead run at the 31-yard line. And up the middle he goes and down. He's finally wrapped up at the midfield stripe. Good work there by Yanko to time it and catch it moving forward. And it'll be first and 10 for Rustin at the 40, just shy of midfield. So nice work there by Chris Yanko, the fullback. And we'll keep an eye on the Panther defense here in just a moment. See if uh, Matt Schuler's back out on the field. Looks um, like Austin Connor's Austin taking Connor his spot will take for his now. spot for the moment, so we'll keep an eye on that one. 6.09 to play here in the opening in the first half. 13-0 Strathaven. Rustin now trailing by two scores goes with a shotgun look. They spread the field a little bit here. Freeney, the lefty, turns and gives inside. This is Deshaun Jacobs is going to be wrapped up at the Panther 45-yard line. Gain of five for Deshaun. Second down and five upcoming. 13 carries already for Deshaun Jacobs, 39 yards. We'll put it down actually to the 44 with forward progress. Clock continuing to tick. 545. Panthers need a stop here. They will get the football back to start the second half. So we'll see if the Panthers' defense can hold up in the meantime. Second and call it four from the Panther 44-yard line. 
I formation this time. Wing to the left. They go toss to this left side. Looking for room is Deshaun Jacobs. Turns full speed across the 40, and he's wrapped up there. But first down yardage yep. as Crawford bangs him down at the 36. He has great speed as he turns that corner, but yeah, momentum will carry him, and that works just fine for, for Rustin. Gain of eight on the play, and Rustin with a first down at the Panther 36-yard line. All right, 518 and counting to play here in the first half. Panther defense bending just a bit here. They go with two tight ends this time. Wing uh, wing to the right and an eye formation again. This is Deshaun Jacobs looking for him off the left side, turns the corner, 30, 25, and down near the 20-yard line. Good patient running there before Austin Sutherland bangs him out at the 20. Gain of 16 on the play. So Deshaun starting to find his way, and again, good work here by the offensive line as well. Yeah, well, this is, you know, where Haven's got to tighten up now. They've got uh, five minutes left, so there's plenty of time to get for Russin to score. Let's see if they can hold him again. In the red zone from the 20, first and 10. Give is the tailback again. Deshaun Jacobs cuts mm. it back to the right, and it's Barlow and Fuscus making the stop. But again, nice push up front. Yep. We'll get him six or seven yards again. Well, that was just a flat-out great hole. I mean, that, they, they cleared the path, and he had a – a good solid eight yards ahead of him without any kind of, uh, of people grabbing at him. So that's obviously got to get shut down. The, the linebackers are going to have to figure out a way to get off their blocks and seal those gaps. Panthers go with a bigger front here. Ben Farabaugh in as an extra defensive tackle here. And the Panthers uh, caught off guard momentarily here. All right, Milligan shifts out to the slot right. Shotgun look, and they give it to Jacobs. Bounces to the right and a little bit of room. Ball pops out again. Scramble for it. Still running with the football is Rustin, and down inside the five. I don't know if that was Jacobs or somebody else. Who caught that ball out of the uh, air? 16. Oh, the tight end with a big-time play. That's Mr. Uh, Nate Mishikowski. Jacobs fumbled it again, and Mishikowski grabs it, falls forward down to the three. A nice break there for Rustin. It'll be first and goal from the three, <laughs> and a gain of, well. <laughs> and, that, and that really bounced out. I mean, we could see it from up here flying, just literally bouncing off of helmets and moving around in a pile, people grabbing at it. So Mishikowski continues it for four more yards there, and it's first and goal from the three. Panthers trying to get a stop here, but three cracks at it now for the Rustin line, which is starting to find its sea legs here. Three minutes and 50 seconds to go here before half. Give us to Jacobs. Looking for him off the left side. Barlow there to meet him. He's shy of the goal line. Gain of maybe a yard. Yep, looks like a yard. All right. So, good work there by Jacobs. It'll bring up second and goal to go. Jacobs with 18 carries already for 78 yards. They bring in the play is Freeney. 320 and counting to play here before half. Panthers with it looking at a power eye to the right, and a give is to Damon Jacobs off the right side, and he is in for the touchdown. The junior Damon Jacobs takes it on in from the two. We have ourselves a ball game, folks. Rustin is on the board with 3.08 to play here before half. Well, that was just good, solid football. I mean, it was like watching Haven march down the field, quite frankly. I mean, it was a, a very similar all on the ground, you know, various attempts at the various sides. Very effective. So, short field after the kickoff. Again, the uh, sky kick into that wind gave them uh, the ball at midfield. And now, extra point coming here 
for Rustin with the wind at the back. Uh, you're going to get a timeout. timeout. Rustin, okay. So, we'll see. 13-6 is your score. I don't know that you'd go for uh, – maybe you do go for two here. If you feel like you have the defense on the heels, get it to 13-8, and then uh, yep, yep. touchdown puts you ahead. But we'll see. Defense uh, bent for the first time tonight and, well, broke for the first time. They did bend on the previous drive. Right. Rustin took it down to the five-yard line and fumbled it away. But now we'll see. And almost think, did it again. Yeah. We'll see. I think you know, it wouldn't shock me if Coach St. Clair wanted to try this from the three-yard line and go for two here. Yeah, I, I'm not too sure this is the time to do that because, it, you know, seven points now – you know, matches you with, with Haven in their first point. So, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're really confident you're going to be able to score on two, maybe well, he's going to look to. They're going to try it. All right, two-point try upcoming here for oh, SCR. Rustin. Two fullbacks. Oh, no, never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, nope. I thought. They kept the kicker on the field. It's Deshaun Jacobs that will take a knee. We'll see if yeah, uh, he jumps up and runs. Yeah, he could jump up and run and try something himself here. He's the holder. With the extra point penning. Ball spotted. Kick is away. Plenty long no. off, but off the upright. No good. Ooh. Hits the right upright, and 13-6 is where your score will stay. All right, stick with us. Be back in just a moment. Strathaven with just over three minutes to go before halftime, trying to stretch that lead on HavenFootball.com. High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Strathaven 13, Westchester Rustin 6 now as a 50-yard scoring drive capped by Damon Jacobs' three-yard scoring run has cut the lead almost in half. So Panthers ready to receive this kickoff, but a quick update from Andrew coming first. Um, in the Coatesville Garner Valley game, Garner Valley now leads 21-13, eight minutes to go in the half. Okay. Mm, Jaguars close, looking for their third district title. They've took it home in 2006 and 2007. This would be their first at the largest school classification if they can pull it off in Coach Mike Rickey's final home game mm. at uh, Moe DeFrank Field at Garnet Valley. All right, here we go. 13-6, Strathaven ready to receive this kickoff. Number 49 is Griffin Strunk. He's got a high end over end kick. It's going to come down and field it by Chase Nangle at the three-yard line. Nangle up the near hash. He's going to run into trouble shy of the 20-yard line. Excellent coverage there by Rustin, and Nangle dropped at about the 18-yard line. So yeah. we'll check the Panther offense here. It's uh, 3.02 to play here before halftime, and we'll keep an eye on whether Matt Schuler will join the party again. He was injured uh, on the last scoring drive and uh, did not participate in that last defensive series. So, 3.02 to play here in the second quarter. All right, Barlow and Crawford in the backfield. Austin Connor is your wing to the left. Two tight ends for Milligan. 
Eight men in the box for Rustin, and it's Barlow. Looking for room off the left side into the secondary Ooh. and keeps his hand on the ground and keeps the pile moving out near the 30-yard line, and he'll be stopped short. Now the ball, they said came out, and they're going to say it came down. Okay, they're going to say he was down first as Egri ripped that ball out of there, but Barlow down first, and he's near first down yardage. We'll see. I think he's going to be just shy of it. It'll give him nine and change. <laughs> It'll be second down and inches for the Panthers out near the 27-yard line. Barlow, seven carries now for 30, uh, 35 yards. Connor in the backfield. Wing left is Barlow. This is Crawford. Room off the right. Nope, there's a sweep to Barlow. He faked me out. He's in, uh, first down yardage, 35, and to the far sideline. Mustang sweep picks up out uh, yardage out to the 39 and now you've got an injured player. This is Damon Jacobs down for Rustin. So you've got an injury timeout here, and we'll uh, take a short timeout with them. Both teams losing a key player at the moment here. We'll wish the best for Damon Jacobs uh, with 2.21 to go here before halftime. Stick with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Glad you're joining us for the District 1 Final. Even football. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent-Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. Welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School. Strathaven leading 13-6 in the District 1 final. 2.21 to play here before halftime, and Ruston dealing with uh, an injured player, Damon Jacobs, on that last play, which was a... 12-yard run off the left side for Chase Barlow, so not a good sign here for Damon Jacobs being helped off the field. So that is your starting free safety with six interceptions on the season, along with uh, a contribution in the, the running game tonight, including the Golden Knights touchdown. So a little thin in the secondary now are the Golden Knights. They already came in without Chase Hatton, who saw some time in the secondary. So they'll move Santangelo back there alongside of Damon I'm sorry, Deshaun Jacobs. All right, at any rate, Panthers, first and 10 at their own 39. Give up the middle is to Crawford. Not much doing that time. Excellent work there by the defensive line. Just a yard out to the 40 for Anthony Crawford. He's up to 50 yards now on seven carries. Panthers in the hurry up on second down and nine now. Barlow wing to the left. It is Barlow on the sweep to that left side, and he's going to bump out of bounds. So it'll stop the clock momentarily after a short gain. They might give him just two or three over there. We'll see. All right, third and about seven or eight, I guess. Let's see. They'll put it down at the 42 or so. 41. Okay, so just a yard for Barlow. Panthers... With 183 yards rushing here in this first half. Third and eight, they go no huddle, and back to pass is Milligan. Looking, has time, steps up in the pocket, now running out of time. Eyes still downfield, looks, has a man out there, but into the wind, has it fall incomplete, and that was probably as good a, uh, as, as they could have hoped for there. Had three receivers deep into the pattern and thrown into this win tonight. 
Not uh, and, and they were all pretty well covered. Nobody was really open. So all was... right. So now Panthers fourth down and eight, and Coach Clancy, uh, yeah, gotta yeah, they're going to put the punt team yeah. on there. All right. The offense was sitting still there for just a moment, but now you're going to have to talk about this with uh, the punter Sam Milligan. So kind of surprised to see the Panthers go once you got to third and eight. Go hurry up there. But here we go. One twenty-seven to play before half, and now Rustin's going to get the football back, and Milligan's got his hands full kicking into a stiff wind here. Menneker to snap. We'll see if Rustin comes after it. They do, but Milligan gets it away. Low line drive kick away from Deshaun Jacobs and rolls out of bounds inside the 30. Excellent job by Milligan. Very good. Kicking it out of bounds on that far sideline at the 25. So give him 36 on the punt, no return. 122 to play before halftime, and Rustin trailing 13-6 will have the football and a shot at it here with one timeout in their pocket and Deshaun Jacobs we know can score from anywhere on the field so (laughs) Panthers need a couple more big defensive plays here yeah and I I don't think uh, Rustin's going to go quietly into the night yet I think they see a minute 22 left they'll see if they can do some damage all right with the wind at their backs Santangelo slot to the right Egri split to the I'm sorry both of them to the left side they give on the option, give is to the fullback. This is Anthony Meadows. Bounces off to the right side Anthony for a Meadows couple. Anthony out to the 28 for three. 112, 111 and counting to play here before halftime. And Rustin seemingly in no hurry. No hurry. Nobody's calling a timeout. I think both teams are Well, Rustin only has the one timeout left. Yeah. yeah. Well, unless they get closer, they're not going to have much use for it. 55 seconds and counting to play here. In the first half, Freeney's going to hustle the play into that far hash mark. They're going to be cutting it close on the play clock, I yes, think. They are. Freeney breaks the huddle. Hands up already. Hands in the air, and this is going to be, they're going to have to hurry very quickly here. I formation, Freeney Got it turns up. and gives it to Deshaun Jacobs. Up the middle, he goes for a few. They stack him up Deshaun across Jacobs the 30 at the 31. Gain of three on the play. And I suspect that'll be the last snap of the half. I would think. You know, again, they didn't seem to hurry anything in on that last one. So 18 seconds, 17 seconds and counting. And Freeney will jog in the play. 12 seconds. I'm going to suspect they're not going to snap this again as he's taking his sweet time here. Six seconds, five seconds, and this is all for show to end the first half. So what a show it was. 13-6 Strathaven. Both teams with some costly mistakes. Both teams with their moments driving it on offense. Both teams, unfortunately, with a key injury. So we'll keep an eye on that once we come back for the second half. But in the meantime, halftime chatter from Andrew and Mike. We'll try to get some score updates and... uh, what else, Mike? You got other no, got nothing in mind? I may have okay. to run down to the restroom, so maybe you and Andrew for talking okay, about it. I'll well. see how fast I can get down there and back. <laughs> okay. All right. Good luck to Mike, and we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll come back in just a few moments uh, to talk first half action and scores from elsewhere. Glad you joined us. District 1 final at the 5A class, 13-6 Strathaven at halftime. The Swarth Maureen Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. 
The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in Media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School. Brian Carroll here at halftime with Andrew Kaufman. Strathaven 13 and Ruston 6 as we've completed two quarters. Strathaven, again, looking for their first District 1 title since 2010. Ruston looking for their first since 2008. Ruston's been oh so close two of the last three years, reaching this game and falling just short. But, uh, Andrew, heck of a start for the Panther offense, that, uh, but did stall just a bit uh, late in that second quarter. Yeah, that it did. But it's for the most part, the stats seem to be saying much of the same for the Strathaven offense. They're they're normal 8.7 yards of carry, and they're holding Ruston to only four. So... I think if they can continue that in the second half, it's a recipe for success. The one turnover uh, of the evening looming large here uh, as Rustin was marching and fumbled a toss on third and goal from the five-yard line that uh, the Panthers recovered. We didn't quite see who had it. We think it was either Crawford or uh, Anthony or uh, Jay, uh, Nate Perlman, Nate, yeah. but we'll have to see uh, on the tape to that one. But that turned into a big play, especially when the Panthers go 91 yards down the field uh, the rest of the way and, and stretch that lead to 13 nothing. But, uh, again, give credit to Rustin. A nice kick return got them to midfield. They scored just a handful of plays later, and uh, 13-6 is where we stand. We will uh, also keep an eye on it. Again, unfortunate, I mentioned it just before the break, 
you've got two terrific players uh, out with injury or who didn't finish that second quarter. Matt Schuler out uh, for Strathaven, went out midway through the second. And then just um, a few minutes after that, Damon Jacobs, who scored the Rustin touchdown and uh, is an outstanding uh, free safety, uh, really uh, went out and did not look good coming off the field. So we'll hope for the best for both of those guys and hope to see them in the second half. But uh, that could be a... A big deal for, probably a bigger deal for Strathaven in the sense that Schuler's your leading rusher tonight. Uh, he's your big play home run hitter. Um, and certainly on the defensive side of the ball, you know, you got an all Delco defensive back. They, he's an excellent tackler in the open field. And, uh, hey, we'll see. We'll see what the Panthers can do to replace that. The upside is they've had some depth there. Uh, and yeah, that's for sure. They, like, that's not to say that Anthony Crawford and Chase Barlow can't hit home runs from time to time. They've got they've got that ability, but Schuler just brings that little extra punch of speed that if he gets into the open field, it's gonna be it's really hard for anyone to catch him. And we've seen that a couple times with Schuler and Crawford. They've gotten loose, but they just don't have that next gear that Schuler has to break away and get free of the fi- that last man deep. Yep, and so we'll keep an eye on that, but. Uh... Again, Panthers will get the football to start the second half. They, in the last couple weeks, uh, have done very well coming out of halftime. There have been good adjustments made. Uh, you know, you're thinking back to the district semi, uh, the district quarterfinals, leading 14 to 10 at halftime against Marple Newtown, and then ran away with it in the second half. Last week, led at halftime, 14-6 uh, against Academy Park, and then shut them out, you know, 20 to nothing the rest of the way. Uh, so we, we saw some good defensive adjustments uh, for the Panthers after halftime each of the last two weeks. My guess, in just watching that second quarter, they're going to have to do something a little bit differently. If Matt Schuler's not on the field, uh, the defensive line and the defensive backs are going to have to do uh, a little bit more to slow down Jacobs, who started to get things going there late in that second quarter. That he did. He definitely started to bring it on there at the end of the half. He's now up to his ni- 19 carries already. That's impressive for a first half total, and only 85 yards to show for it for him. That's a, that's an off night. Yep. I mean, he's still on pace for 170 yards. Uh, speaking of a of a big night, uh, just quick score update from elsewhere: Garnet Valley and and Strathaven. We mentioned it early on. Wouldn't it be nice for? Uh, to bring two District 1 titles home on the same night to the Central League and to Delaware County. Uh, Garnet Valley has just pulled ahead of Coatesville 35-13 to as Shane Reynolds uh, breaks off another long touchdown run. He's up near 200 yards rushing in the first half. So Garnet Valley all over Coatesville 35-13 in the second quarter. So we'll keep an eye on that one. And, uh, you know, the last time that we had two Delco... Um, Champions, two Delco uh, District One champions, was back in 2007. Ridley took it at the three at the 4A That's level, right. and Garnet Valley at the 3A level, and uh, they've been certainly have been other District One champions from the county in the last few years, especially at 3A when you had um, Academy Park winning right. three of them, and uh, you know Springfield was in the hunt, uh, and, and and others, but. Um, you know, it would be special to, to have uh, two teams on the same night uh, bring home a, a big-time trophy like this one. Well, it'd be great. Did I miss anything? Uh, oh, nothing. No, we're just, just the, the, you know, the best band that uh, we no, see I year after year. But I got closer to them. There was... you go. So the Strathaven <laughs> Marching Band is uh, on the field 
they have been standing all night, so you know, how apropos they're playing. I'm still standing by Elton John uh, as part of their show. They've been standing in the end zone uh, all night. There is nowhere to sit in a relatively small bleachers on the far side, so they've been on their feet the entire night and still putting on one heck of a show here. Uh, for the and their flags are blowing like yep. in a thirty knot wind here. It's <laughs> it's pretty breezy out there, although it does come and go. But right now, the, from the way the flags look on with the band, it looks like just blowing steady. So in the meantime, we uh, again a couple other score updates. We'll try to get you an update on St. Joe's Prep versus Freedom. At last, the last we heard, St. Joe's Prep was on ten, on top ten to seven. We will also try to get, uh, if we can, a Bishop Shanahan and Valley View update. Shanahan. Uh, in looking for a step towards the state semifinals themselves. And, uh, Andrew, there Speaking you go. Speaking of that game, Valley Perfect. View leads Bishop Shanahan 21-13. Okay. So someone has finally solved the uh, Shanahan defense, which has been absolutely outstanding uh, all season long. And uh, 21-13, they trail Valley View in just a strange that is uh, half. at halftime. Just one of those strange, uh, quirky schedules. And what should have been a neutral field site, it's actually being played at Valley View. So it's essentially a home game. And uh, Shanahan with a couple hours drive tonight uh, from here. So Chestmont with three teams uh, playing tonight with Shanahan in 4A, Rustin here in front of us at 5A, and Coatesville in 6A out at Garnet Valley. But uh, Garnet Valley seems to be got control of that game. 35 13 now. I don't know if you heard that when you walked back in, Mike. uh, And they're at half? They are are late in the second. Yeah. Yep. Midway through second quarter. Yep. So still uh, still a ways to go. And and Hope Tep is tomorrow, right? That's 3 o'clock. That's right. I wonder if anybody's televising that one. Uh, We'll keep an eye on that. We'll see. But uh, Imhotep. Is uh, hey, no strangers to deep playoff runs, and uh, yeah, neither is Erie sure. Cathedral Prep. So yep. those two teams going head to head tomorrow, uh, being played at Bald Eagle High School about three hours from here. Uh, so if anybody wants to go scout that one for hopefully <laughs> Strathaven next weekend, yeah, or perhaps Ruston making a trip, uh, that's uh, if if uh, the game is won by Erie Cathedral Prep, it will probably be at Bald Eagle again. If uh, Imhotep takes care of business, the winner of tonight's Ruston and uh, Strathaven game, that game is likely to be um, certainly in in the District One, District Twelve area. It could very well be at. Uh, Charlie Martin Stadium over in, in Northeast Philly. It could be at Cardinal O'Hara, which is where um, St. Joe's Prep is playing Freedom right, right now. So there's there's a lot to... Uh, a, a quick note, we have lots of listeners tonight, and uh, we are beginning to see some fluctuation in our Internet connection. We have no control over that. Uh, one of the reasons this game is not being uh, video broadcast is because there is not a strong uh, Internet connection here. And uh, so we're all using our portable unit and everything else. And it should hold up. But, again, it just isn't that strong out here to begin with. And uh, even running just a voice thing can sometimes run interference. So if it does happen, just stay tuned. Um, you may lose the connection. Wait, you know, a few seconds and go ahead and click on it again to see if you can retie in. It may come up by itself. It's kind of a funky little thing. You'll miss a little bit of the broadcast. But if you want to listen to the archive, the archive is being separately recorded on our computers so that when we post the archive sometime tonight, that will be as if there were, you know, it's not done on the Internet. So it's perfect in every way. Whatever we did here is what you'll hear on the archive. So stick with us. We just saw our listeners drop by like 100 
probably because they all dropped out when we lost their internet connection. That was the first time we saw it happen. Hopefully it won't happen again, but we just can't control it, and we'll stay with you. All right. We'll we do have an update from that Freedom St. Joe's prep game. That's at the end of three. Freedom is driving down 10-7. to 7. Okay, so a good one over there at Cardinal O'Hara in Springfield tonight. Uh, again, Newman Garetti leading Danville six nothing at last we heard, but that, that might is be twenty eight nothing after three. Okay, Newman so Garetti. Newman Garetti is on top big there over the Ironmen, one of my favorite uh, nicknames in the state. So the Danville Ironmen trailing by four scores to Newman Garetti, who is at eleven and one, your District Twelve champion at the three A level. So uh, we're going to take a short time out, run a bunch more from our fantastic sponsors, come back and talk about halftime stats. And get the third quarter rolling right here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier. Like a PNC Business Line of Credit. Or PNC Total Auto. A place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight. To search for a new house within your budget. PNC. Make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, home, and life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times. All high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School here in uh, southern Westchester. 13-6, Strathaven on top of Ruston at halftime. And the Panther marching unit, again, putting on a tremendous show and not done yet. <laughs> it's, uh, they're keeping everybody interested and uh, awake and excited here on a very cold, blustery night playing in front of the home stands here at Ruston. So, uh, again... No complaints here. Uh, the officials starting to make their way back onto the field, but uh, as long as the band's playing, the kids uh, in the pads will be in the locker room trying to get warm 
and uh, ready to go make some adjustments and, and for a, the And a big shout-out to the Rustin fans. They have been extremely receptive of the band. I mean, they when I walked down and came back, they were cheering and carrying on and screaming, I love you. And I know they were just having fun with it, but it was still, I'm sure it's not nice to hear. What, what do I have with the hiccups? What is with me? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Anyway, um, the, um, so it's great for the band to hear that, particularly from a, an opposing team that's really wonderful so uh, now they're they're taking their leave all right so that'll be a couple minutes to get everybody (laughs) off the field panther band uh, again roughly 350 kids big again this year so just fantastic uh turnout for uh nick pinataro and uh henry pearlberg and the, the whole crew uh, that helps lead the band. And what, uh, and what a legacy for Jack Hans, huh? Oh, fantastic. He is sorely missed, but uh, again, it's in good hands ever since. So, uh, Panthers making their way onto the field, leading 13-6 to here before uh, a very good crowd for a cold uh, ho- cold night on a holiday weekend. Again, yep. it's sort of a homecoming feel uh, with, with a lot of folks in town to visit there relatives for the holidays so the panthers have 24 minutes of football to make thanksgiving just a little bit happier looking for their 12th district one title their first one since 2010 or so the hope is and uh, rustin trying to get off the schneid won it in 2008 but uh, fell short last year against upper dublin in 2020 and fell short also in 2018 so uh Hey, we'll, we'll see what the Golden Knights can muster up for the second half. But the Panther offense, again, we'll keep an eye on whether uh, the injured players for both teams were, will make their way back onto the field, whether we see Matt Schuler and Damon Jacobs or not. But uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Garnet Valley 35-13 to on top of Coatesville. Uh, St. Joe's Prep leads Bethlehem Freedom now in the third quarter, maybe early fourth by now, 17-7. So uh, the winner of Garnet Valley-Coatesville will take on the winner of Freedom and St. Joe's Prep next weekend. That could be a Saturday game, uh, so we'll keep an eye on that one as well. The winner of tonight right here in front of us will take on the winner of Erie Cathedral Prep versus Imhotep. They're playing that other state quarterfinal tomorrow. And uh, we'll see where that lands us next Friday night. So as you get into uh, Hershey Park weekend, Mm. uh, the weekend of December 10th and 11th, they will try to line up the 5A games and the 6A games and each of the classifications with seven days of prep time leading into it. So the 5A game is scheduled for Friday night on December 10th. Panthers just two weeks away from uh, returning there, and wouldn't that be nice uh, for us to make a return trip to Hershey? But still lots to be done here uh, to take that next step first to the state semifinals, uh, which would be really next week against uh, Erie Cathedral Prep or Imhotep. But Rustin trying to uh, turn the tide a little bit here and see if they can't get a defensive stop to start that second half. Well, and you know, Haven's going to get the ball first. And boy, I tell you, this is about all year long about as big a critical first uh, possession series, you know. And it's going to make a totally different game if Haven can keep the ball, run some time off the clock, and score, you know. And they leave uh, Rustin with five or six minutes left in the third quarter, and they're up by two scores. That certainly isn't going to be, you know, close down shop and let's go home. But it certainly will go a long way 
in in giving them an advantage it'll be very difficult to overcome on the other hand russin turns around stops the panthers comes back and score and tie this game or, or go ahead um that would be huge momentum changer obviously and we're right back to square one with uh, either a tie game or a one point game so this is a very critical series of downs we'll see whether Rustin has figured out what they can do to stop the Panthers, and we'll see whether Panthers, if they are not going to be playing with, uh, with Schuler, will be able to, to counter that and, and still make the yards they need. As Brian and I talked about at halftime, the Panthers have been a very good second-half team these last couple weeks. Whatever adjustments they've, that Cl- Coach Clancy's made in the locker room have at, really worked out the past two weeks against Academy Park. They ended up shutting them out last week, and then two weeks ago against Marple Newtown, they only allowed a couple a score maybe in that game. And then even in that first game against Upper Marion after the, after the break, that was a cl- another close game, and Strathaven pulls away in the third quarter, right. puts a couple of scores on the board, and distances themselves. So they've been a very good third-quarter team coming out of the regular season through these first three playoff games this year. Yep, no doubt. And, and they've been, you know, it's not only been really second quarter, it's really been third quarter because – they dominated so well in the third quarter that they were able to kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit in the fourth and and kind of scoot downhill and win the game. So, you know, this will be it's going to be a critical series. We'll see how it goes. Panthers will move left to right into the wind to start this third quarter. They'll receive the kickoff and they have Chase Barlow standing at the 10-yard line flanked by Chase Nangle and number 35 Austin Connor. At the 10-yard line, so no sign of Matt Schuler on the kick return team uh, at the moment. And Did we see him on the sidelines? I was not able to see him in warm-ups. I was trying to find him. And uh, Damon Jacobs also did not participate in the warm-ups for Rustin. He is uh, on the sideline in front of us as well. So two key players out of action, it seems, for the moment. All right, so ready to tee it for... The Knights is number 49, Griffin Strunk. He has it on this near hash mark in front of us. And Barlow, Nangle, and Austin Connor await at the 10-yard line. All right, third quarter. Ready to rock and roll here. And we're underway in the second half. Line drive kickoff angling to the near sideline, and it will go out of bounds. So it's an illegal procedure to start the second half here. Panthers will start with... Pretty good field position here out near the 35-yard line. So, Panthers get that wing tee up and running again. 183 yards on the ground. No passing yards in the first half. Just six passing yards for Rustin on one completion in that first half. So, it's uh, been as advertised. (laughs) Ground and pound for both teams. No surprise there. All right, Panthers ready to go here from their 35-yard line. Tight end to the right is Nate Perlman to the left, Mason Green. In the backfield is Austin Connor and Anthony Crawford. It's Crawford on first down, off left tackle. He'll pick up a few before Anthony Meadows there to meet him. Out to the 38, gain of three, and second down and seven upcoming. Panthers may just have to be content with uh, a few yards at a time here. Well, they may. They don't, I mean, they have the breakout capability, but, of course, it's time of possession and continuous first downs, and hopefully a score or two. That's going to be the key to the game. Second down and about seven. Panthers from the middle of the field here at their own 38-yard line. 
In the backfield is Barlow. Off the left side, he has it across to the 40. Pushes the pile out near the 42. Brings up third down at about three. Nice work for Chase on his... I have him for his ninth carry of the night. So we'll check the stats on that. Andrew, you and I are not aligned at the moment, but we'll, uh, we'll get that figured out uh, overnight and post them in the morning. Here we go. From the 42-yard line, third down and three for the Panthers. What can they come up with to keep... The offense on the field on the opening drive of this third quarter. T formation. Connor Barlow off the left side into the secondary. He goes, bangs his way across midfield out to the 49-yard line. Excellent blocking from Connor and Crawford leading the way. Nice work by Chase. Picking up nine and a first down. Yeah, that was what they needed. That's what they want to do. You know, you're right, Brian. They're, they may have to be content. They're not going to see the breakout plays because their breakout guy isn't necessarily available. But, you know, they can keep pounding this away for a long time. Fresh set of downs here. Panthers or Knights sub in a defensive lineman here. First and 10 from the Knights 49. It is a keeper for Milligan on the fake. They ran the option off the left side across the 45, and Sam twists his way down to the 43. Gain of six more there, and yep. Milligan on the keeper. Nice. Uh, again, just one more person to account for in that talented offensive backfield. Second and four upcoming, and the Panthers will operate. From the far hash closest to their sideline with 9.58 and counting to play here in the third. They lead it 13-6. Austin Connor wing to the left. Barlow and Crawford in the backfield. On second down and four. Eight in the box. It's Crawford lowers the head and shoulders drives forward to the 40 and then is driven backwards by a host of blue jerseys. Big 76 in on the stop. That's C.J. Fisher at 6-1-3-15. They're going to have a hard time moving him tonight. Yep. But uh, two more for Crawford there. Gets it to third down and two. So, again, chipping away. Panthers content to go three or four yards at a time if they need to. They lead it by seven. And Milligan breaks the huddle with 9.15 and counting to play here in the third. Green, tight end to the left. Perlman to the right. Wing to the right is Barlow on third and two. Hard count for Milligan, turns, gives to Crawford off the left side, has some running room, bounces it outside to the 35 and off to the far sideline to maybe the 32. They unpile, and it's going to be eight or nine yards later, I believe. Let's see where they put it down. Maybe the 34? Okay. Put it down at the 34. Seven more for Anthony Crawford. Excellent job right there from big 32. And the Panthers on the move here to start this second half. All right. Clock stops with nine minutes to go here in the third. Green tight end to the left. To the right is Perlman. Wing T behind Milligan. It's Crawford one more time. Cuts back to the right. Has a little bit of room. Finds a seam down to the 30. So four more for Anthony. And again, nice patient work here by the rushing attack. Well, this is a formula that can work. Of course, the problem is every time you snap the ball, there's potential for fumbles and problems. And, you know, so that's the scary part. But on the other hand, they're making excellent progress. They're definitely in four-down territory. All right, second down and six. They shift Barlow into the backfield alongside of Crawford. Wing to the left is Connor. Off the left side, this is Barlow. He's going to bump his way down near the 25, and we'll see. He's going to be... Sh- Awfully close to another first down. Looks we'll like he see made where it. they spot it. Yep. Yeah, they're moving yep, they're the chains. Six more yards for Chase. And, boy, this offensive line starting to ex- assert themselves a bit. 
And I'll tell you, it's exhausting to play defense like this because you're just, you know, it's just constant grinding. You're constantly off on your block, and you have to get rid of your, your blocker and find the ball, and it's, it's an exhausting process when you're on the field this long. First and 10 from the 24 now. Panthers driving with this opening drive of this third quarter. This is a give off the right side. This is Austin Connor for the first time tonight. He'll lean down to the 22. Second down and eight upcoming as Connor picks up a couple. The Marquette University lacrosse recruit. Second down and about seven as they'll put it on the 21. So clock ticks. 7.30 and counting to play here. In the third quarter, Panthers driving. They started it at their own 35. From the 21, on the give, on the sweep to that left side is Barlow. Follows a block, cuts inside. He's going to lean near first down yardage again. If they put him down at the 15, he's going to be... Oh, he looks at the 16, so Okay, we'll, we'll see. see. All the plays run into that far sideline are giving yep. us a little trouble until they unpile and spot it. But it'll be third down and one. Nice work there by Barlow, picking up five more. Boy, if, if I was... Uh, Russin, I think I would take a timeout and try to get my defense to regroup, but he knows his players better than anybody. All right, third and a yard from the 15. Eight, nine in the box now, and the give is to Crawford. He's going to be, I think, a little shy here. Good penetration that time by the linebacker, number 44, Jake Law, and no chance there for Crawford. No gain on the play. It's going to be fourth down and one. Mm. So (laughs) now what? Fourth and one. Panthers will go for it. Rather than kick into a stiff wind here, you're not making a 32-yard field goal from here. So we'll see. Is this Milligan on a keeper or something else? T formation on fourth and one. It is Milligan on a keeper. He drives the pile forward and has himself first down yardage down to the 12. Gain of three for Milligan, and he's been awfully effective on fourth down this year, hasn't he? Yeah, well, and, you know, it's really the, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Milligan, but, you know, the line has been really being able to just assert themselves and just shove the defenders back the, the foot or two. And, of course, where Milligan's been terrific is he'll keep his feet, find that he's open and nobody's tackled him yet, and he'll He'll take off for another 10 yards or better. Picks up three right there and a fresh set of downs from the 12. First and 10 from the 12. Panthers left to right here as we're halfway through the third quarter already. On first down, give us to Barlow on the cutback on the left side. He'll cut back to his right and maybe get the 10. Maybe the 10, and that's about it. Second down and eight upcoming for Jason Nguyen and friends on the stop for the Knights. Yeah, it looks like you got the 11 on that one. Okay. All right. They'll put it at the 11, second and nine, 530 and counting to play here in a fast-moving third quarter. Panthers started this drive at their 35, trying to cash in here and chew up some more clock. Two tight ends again. Perlman to the left, Green to the right this time. Wing right is Barlow. Motion man, fake it, and now rolling to the right side is Milligan. Looking, going to keep it himself, cuts it back. He's going to bang his way down inside the five to the four. It'll be up third down and two as Barlow picks I'm sorry, Milligan rather, picks up seven more. Wow. It's, yeah. uh, again, just a great weapon. You know, you're, float, you're putting three guys out into the flat yep. there as uh, pass options, but Milligan confident there. Third down and about a yard and a half here. For a first down. For a first down. All right. From the four-yard line, Panthers. Wing T behind Milligan again. 
He's going to keep it himself again. Pushes the pile, and he's going to be into the end zone for a touchdown. Milligan in from the four. His fourth rushing touchdown of the season. And the Panthers with a two-score lead with 4.35 to play in the third. What What a big-time drive. drive. What an opening drive from that (laughs) second half for the Panthers. They chew up, what's that, seven and a half minutes off the clock there? That is a very impressive drive. They go six, se- 65 yards to pay dirt. Here's uh, Shankweiler kicking into a stiff wind for the extra point. High snap, juggle by Milligan. He's going to pick it up, scramble with it, rolling to his right. He's got eyes downfield, fakes it, throws it in, complete nope. it goes. So the extra point fails. 19-6 is where we will stay. High snap on that one, and they couldn't give Shankweiler a shot. So Panthers with a mistake there on the extra point, but still fantastic drive. 19-6 Panthers will be back in just a moment. See if Rustin can answer late in the third quarter on HavenFootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Ruston High School, Strathaven 19, Westchester Ruston 6. The Panthers go 65 yards with the opening drive of the second half. Sam Milligan caps it with a four-yard run. But again, a fantastic clock-chewing drive there for the Panthers. Just 4.35 to play here in the third. The longest run on that drive was nine yards. Everything else shorter than that. So again... Good recipe there for the Panthers. The fifth rushing touchdown of the season for Sam Milligan. Quick score update, Andrew. Quick score update. St. Joe's prep up 24-14, 2.17 to go, and Newman Goretti beats Danville 28-0. All right. Thank you, sir. All right, here we go. Shankweiler on to kick it away. Brandon Miller on a knee, holding it still on the kicking tee. We'll see what he does with it into a stiff wind here. Shankweiler, hand in the air. And then a high, very short pooch kick. It's going to hit a wall of wind and come down at the 34-yard line, and the Panthers swarm quickly there. Excellent job that time. Very good hang time and uh, not as big a return this time. Still very good field position for Rustin, but well, yeah, but, uh, you know, the 34. Typical, but typical field position, I think, yes. for, for high school football. You know, you generally get between 30, 30 35, 36. So that, that's a, a good kick. Uh, I would have maybe squibbed it or something and see if you just – because you're still going to get it down there. But, of course, the advantage of that was a long hang time, so it gave your defense a chance to get down there and cover. Coach Mike St. Clair and the, right, the Knights now trailing by two scores, trying to get something going. Shotgun look. Wing to the right. This is Deshaun Jacobs up the middle on his first carry of the second half. And Anthony Crawford wrestles him down, but not before he picks up about eight or nine. Out to the 48-yard line. Nice work there by Deshaun. Piling up the yardage. Second down and call it one or almost two. As Deshaun, again, leading rusher coming in. We mentioned it at the outset he has more yards coming into this game than any Delaware County rusher in history, <laughs> and he still has the game tonight. He's approaching the century mark already here. Second down and almost two. It's Jacobs again off the left side. He's going to turn upfield and has some room, and ahead of steam, a, sh- a shoestring tackle by Aiden Sutherland at the 38. Saved big-time trouble. Yep. Woo. <laughs> 14 yards later, 
Deshaun has the Ruston Knights in business. All right, Panther defense has to uh, wake up coming out of the locker room here. As Jacobs over 100 yards rushing now on 21 carries. Split end to the right, slot to the right as well. Shotgun look for Freeney. On his right hip is Deshaun Jacobs. They give it to him one more time off the left side. They found some room again. He bangs in Austin Connor, still on his feet. Into the secondary, cuts to his right. Jacobs with a 10 at the 5, pulling away and into the end zone for a Rustin touchdown. Just like that. Less than a minute later, Rustin has cut it back to a one-score game. Yeah, this is, this is really interesting because obviously if, if Haven gets the ball back and takes another seven to eight minutes to get down to the field and scores again, <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting. But I don't know if you can do that twice in a game. We'll That'll see. be interesting indeed. But in the meantime, Deshaun Jacobs, 38-yard touchdown run. Excellent vision, bounced it out to the right side, and extra point pending now, trying to make this a six-point game is Griffin Strunk. Jacobs will hold. Wind at his back. Ball spotted. Kick is away. Long enough and good. 19-13. Rustin answers very quickly. They found some room off the left side of that line, and the Panther defense now going to hope the offense can pick up the slack. Here we go. Stick with us. Be back in a moment. We've got a barn burner in the District 1 final. Strathaven and Rustin going at it on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to Westchester Ruston High School. Strathaven 19, Ruston 13. Deshaun Jacobs scores after Haven's long drive to start this third quarter. Ruston scores just a minute, 20 seconds later. Jacobs rips off a big one, 38 yards to pay dirt, and we've got ourselves a six-point game. Strunk. End over end kickoff. It's going to come down to Chase Nangle at the six yard line. Nangle looking for running up the near hash. Has a little bit of a seam, but not much. Closed very quickly. He'll be stopped just shy of the 25. Maybe they'll put it down at the 23, 24 or so. And the Panthers with a long field in front of them, leading by six with 301 to play here in the third. It's going to come question, down to the wire. I question whether that was. I mean, it's always good to score points, but I question if it was good to score so quickly for Rustin considering their defense just spent seven and a half minutes on the field. Well, and and I, now they've just had about five minutes of real time, but a minute 20 of game time off the field. Well, but uh, some energy and some momentum perhaps yep. here if they can get a big stop here and uh, keep the field tilted in their direction. All right, Connor wing to the left. They give us to Crawford on first down. The fullback bangs his way across the 25, carrying people out to the 28. Good start there for the Panthers, picking up four or five on first down. Give Crawford four more on his 13th carry of the evening. Panthers with two rushing touchdowns from Chase Barlow, one from Sam Milligan about two minutes of football time ago. And again, sharing the load here. Matt Schuler has not played since late in the second quarter. Had 89 yards on just five carries to set up two Panther scores, but he is on the sideline with an injury at the moment. T formation, two tight ends. 
On second down and six, this is Barlow off the left side, cuts back to the right, and the pile uh, closes quickly. But, boy, again, good lean from Barlow. He's awfully close to first down yardage again. He's going to have third down and one. He got five out of what looked like nothing there. So good There's work. a lot of hand-to-hand combat in the center of the, the line for both offense and defense. I mean, they are just which is typical of wing D. I mean, that's where the action is. They're, they're just running up the gut, running up the tackles, doing some end runs occasionally. But, you know, now we got a third and one. This is a critical first down if Panthers hold on to the ball. Panthers giving up some size in the middle, but it's been good going so far. And here's uh, Milligan on the keeper, pushes the pile for a yep. couple out to the 34-yard line and a fresh set of downs. Nice work there by the middle of that line. Jack Beck, Filios, and Barrar. Those are the three guys that give up that size and still just technicians there. Those three guys, again, none of them more than 205 pounds, and all three of them have been fantastic all season. Well, i got to tell you, technique is a critical element of all sports, and in football it's the same. If you have better technique than your opponent and he's got 50 pounds on you, you can beat him more often than not. Or in this case, 105 pounds well. on you. <laughs> Here we go. First and 10 from the 34. Panthers. And you're going to get flags pre-snap. Yep. So there's another penalty on Strathaven. They'll set them back. Turn them off schedule here to second, uh, first and 15. Yeah. So false start. Unfortunate there. Has, uh, and, when, and when you're barely making your first downs, this can really hurt. Yep. So first and 15. See what they can come up with now with 108 to play here in the third quarter. Panthers leading by six, 19 to 13. I was just about to say, you keep moving the change, you keep moving the clock. This game's over pretty quickly. Yep, but it, it, right. it only takes a big breakout by Rustin to tie the sucker up or take the lead. Yeah. All right, Mason Green tight end to the right, Perlman to the left. T formation again behind Milligan. On first and 15, it's Barlow looking for room, nothing, nothing. doing. They were waiting for the cutback that time, and Barlow gets back to the 30, and that's about it. So second and 14 upcoming. Panthers again off schedule here after that penalty. And now may have to get Milligan outside the pocket a little bit. See what happens. All right, so. Or do you maybe let this clock let the clock run out here on the third quarter if there's I think they'll have to snap it one more they'll have to snap it one more time and then you can put a third down shot with wind at your back. Yeah, where you can actually put it in the air. Split end to the left is Aiden Sutherland. Wing to the left is Connor. No, he's not Nine seconds, eight seconds, and Milligan, I think he's just going to watch that back, Judge, and they will have to snap it. All right, second and 14. This is Crawford for a couple more, and that's about it. Gets back near the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and 10 when we start the fourth quarter. Well, third and nine, we'll call it, as we'll switch ends of the field. All right, we've got a big third and nine upcoming. The Panthers will have their wind at the back in the fourth quarter and a six-point lead, but Rustin... Trying to seize back momentum here at home on the in the District 1 final on havenfootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. 
This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Fourth quarter action, ready to begin here. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Andrew Kaufman and Mike Mayer helping with the stat spotting and everything else here tonight. Uh, quick score update, Andrew. Yeah, Valley View and Bishop Shanahan are now tied at 21. Okay. With uh, eight minutes to go in that ball game. In the District 3 5A game, just their championship going on right now. Governor Mifflin, top-ranked team in the state, trails Exeter 21-14 at halftime. So we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Here, 19-13. Strathaven with the lead and the football at their 35, but facing third down and nine. Split end to the right is Aiden Sutherland. Slot to the right is Barlow. On third and nine, rolling to his left is Milligan. Looking. He's going to turn upfield. Has some room. 40. Takes a heavy hit. He's going to be just shy of the first down. Or or is he? He might have it. He's awfully close. The near judge the line judge on the near side has him awfully close. And the he'll near move the judge chains. signals first down. Big, big time but, hit yeah. on Milligan. But there's an injury timeout. And Yanko is down, and they're going to move this chain. I think they're going to – Measure? The, well, I don't know. So it says fourth down on the far sideline that the side judge in front of us put the ball down at the 44-yard line and said move the chains. But they haven't done that. In the meantime, Chris Yanko – Outside linebacker and fullback for Rustin is being tended to here on the ground. So I'm going to, I don't know why you wouldn't just take a measurement here. Well, Well, it looks like they are going to call the chains and they're moving the Strathaven team on the far sideline out of the way of the chains so that they can do the measurement. You're going to have fourth on an inch or a first down here uh, at any rate, but they are going to move the chains in here as the foot knows the football. Appears to be touching the 44-yard line as Milligan on a scramble to the left. Again, interesting uh, play call there. They put everybody over to the right. It looks like it's going that way. They're rolling back to the weak side and just find a lane. Go be an athlete, and uh, Milligan does just that, picking yep. up nine or, and change. The, uh, the crowd below us disagrees with the spot. <laughs> they are upset with uh, where they've placed this football. I think the spot's fairly accurate. The contact came right at that 44-yard yeah, line. And if so they're reacting real, to where Milligan fell, he yes. was bounced backwards. So. Yep. It, because his forward progress was stopped by right. a very, very clean, solid hit by Matt Egri. All right. Yanko's going to come off under his own power, so... Good sign there, but uh, again, he's uh, he's need needs to come off for at least one play. All right. In the meantime, now they will measure eleven forty-two to play here in well, regulation. If it's just short, do you think they tried? To yes. Keep it? <laughs> I think they will yeah. go for it. They've been very good on fourth and one, third and one all night. My guess is they'd do it again. All right. They stretch the chains, and he is. What are they doing here? Well, they can't. They're trying to stretch that chain out and get it set. It's like I said. It's going to be first down or fourth and an inch. First, first down, down. It is okay. All right. Panthers pick up a first down and uh, see what they can get going here from their own forty-four yard line. Home crowd below us disagrees. It's yep. going to be. Yep. It would have been awfully close. You're looking at fourth and less than a yard. Uh, even if the spot where they would have wanted it. But, and, and, um, and you're not going to see a lot of times where somebody's going to hit Milligan and bounce him back like that. Right. I mean, yeah, that was, he really just stood his ground. And All right. So game clock restarts here. Milligan under center on first and ten. Eight in the box for Rustin. 
And a play fake. Rolling to his right is Milligan again. He's got eyes downfield. He's going to look, look, dump it underneath. He's got Crawford. First down yardage out to the 45, 46-yard line. Flag. Then a flag comes in late. I oh, think you're going to get it. Oh, I think against the coach. Yeah, you might get un- unsportsmanlike conduct or at least a sideline warning here. Either way, an 11-yard gain to Crawford. Good throw there from Milligan. And Crawford picks up a first down into Ruston territory here. So we will see what the uh, signal is. You're going to get a illegal forward pass. Loss of down. He was across the line of scrimmage when he threw it. So says the line judge. Last week, he was very close to being across on that pass. So wipe out the 11-yard gain and a first down, and this puts the Panthers again way off schedule. This will turn it into second down and long. And uh, Coach Clancy wants an explanation here. Unfortunate, because the Panthers were going to be set up in Ruston territory at the 45. Yep. All right, so throw spot foul, loss of down. So second down and call it 13. All right, so, so it's a spot foul, so yep. the penalty was only enforced from the 46 where okay. he threw it. All right, so second and 13. Here's Milligan under center. Split end to the left is Aiden Sutherland. Slot left is Barlow. Wing left. And back to pass, firing to the outside. It's Sutherland on the catch at midfield. He's going to get himself maybe eight yards there. Nice work there. Milligan right on the money with a quick hitch there. And he'll turn it into third down and about four. Very manageable here. Very good. Nice job right there. Give him eight on the first grab of the evening for Sutherland. He checks out. Clock ticks. We'll be inside of 11 minutes when... Milligan breaks the huddle. It was Mason Green checking in. Two tight end set, which has been pretty typical all year. T formation here from the midfield stripe. Third down and four for the Panthers. It's Barlow off the left side looking for room. Has a first down. Spins his way still on his feet and tumbles down to the 43-yard line. Boy, that looked like a wrestling drill. He does that tumble thing and just keeps (laughs) his hands down and keeps his butt off the field and just keeps moving. You know, the scary part is it's tough for a a high school referee to see motion like that. You know, so if you start to squat, well, you may assume you're sitting on the ground. Even though you never touched, it's it's not you know, it's just an amazing yep. thing to watch. Balance and leg strength on him is just remarkable. Chase is such a good athlete, and you you see that the leg strength and the arms—that's all the wrestling. Yep. Here we go. Ten fifteen to go here in regulation. First and ten for the Panthers from the forty-four. Milligan gives to Crawford straight ahead for a few, and still pushing the pile Anthony across Crawford the forty. And Anthony Crawford drives his way for about seven. Down to the 37-yard line. Good work there by Crawford, just moving people. He he hit that line at about the 41 and started slowing. You know, they started slowing him down. And he just kept driving, and his his linemen were pushing, and, and another five yards out of it. It's amazing. Second and three. Milligan jogs in the play again. 940 and counting to play here in the fourth. Panthers leading 19-13. Two tight end set. They'll snap from the near hash. Wing to the left is Austin Connor. In the backfield, Crawford and Barlow. Nine men creep into the box. It's Barlow off the left side. Nothing doing that nope. time. Excellent job by the defense to meet him right there. That's big 65, uh, Colin Markoski. So maybe they'll give him the 37, and that's about it. Still third down and three. Definitely four down territory, but you know we're starting to see 
uh, you know, Rustin's starting to really feel feel these plays and anticipate what's going on. Panthers without Matt Schuler for this entire second half here, trying to keep things moving on third and three. From the 37, Milligan turns, gives to Crawford a little bit of room, but not much, and he still drives the pile across the 435. We'll see. It's really going to be close. They're going to have fourth and one or maybe a first down again. They'll they'll call it fourth down, but my goodness, good leg drive from Crawford again, and the Panthers with another fourth and one. I think they're going to try another QB sneak. It's been effective, but, boy, it's getting tighter inside that pile. I don't know how often you can pull that. Fourth and one. Panthers need a yard to keep the clock moving with a six-point lead. From the 35, big play for the Rustin defense upcoming. Panthers with Milligan under center. Hard count. They flinch, but don't move. Milligan's going to keep it himself. Push the pile, and he's got it. I think he's got it. Excellent work there from the defense. But good job from Crawford to push him forward. Are they going to mark him shy of that yard line, so Mark? Those side judges came in very short. They're oh, my. That is going to be a tough spot for Haven. I think he's going to be. I think oh, that's a very questionable oh. spot. Wow. He looked to have it. This Honestly, this looks like a, a worse spot for Haven than uh, they got a, a, a few plays ago. My goodness. The Rustin fans were upset with the spot of a couple series ago. This one might uh, get some (laughs) upset Haven fans on the other side. I think he's going to be inches shy. We'll see. Yeah. 7.54 to play here in regulation. Rustin trailing by six. May get the football back right here after they stretch the chains. We'll see. All right. Let's see. They put the spot down on the four. They stretch the chains and he's shy. He's shy by about six inches. Panthers do not get the spot there, and now they need the defense to step up big. 7.54 to go in regulation. Rustin will get the football back at their own, well, just shy of their 35-yard line. This is going to be a heck of a finish, I think. Oh, absolutely. Panther D needing to come up with a big-time stop now. Again, short, one of their better defenders. So, here we go. New life, new energy for Rustin. They break the huddle with a shotgun look again. Wing to the left, split to either side. Motion man is Santangelo. They give it and they run off the right side. Deshaun Jacobs looking for room. They string him out nicely, and they're going to turn him inside, and he'll get a couple maybe. Maybe the 37-yard line or so. When he stayed in bounds, that's not good. Keep the clock moving. They they called his forward progress stopped before he got out of bounds. So that'll keep the clock running, which is very good for Strathaven. Yep. All right. So second down and eight. Nice work there for Deshaun on his 23rd carry of the evening. We have him for 148 yards and one of the two touchdowns. His younger brother got the first one, but has also been out of the game with an injury since the second quarter. Split to the far side is Egri. Wing T look on second down. This is Santangelo off the left side. He tries to turn the corner, has some speed, cuts it upfield, and has himself a first down to the 46. Gain of nine more for Santangelo and his first carry of the night. So Rustin able to mix it up a little bit. They'll reset the chains and restart the clock. Fresh set of downs for the Knights and the home crowd. Starting to feel it a little bit. Trailing by six. And uh, that extra point is going to loom large, isn't it? Oh, boy. (laughs) There's been a couple of them missed. Yep. 
So. One for two for on the night for Rustin. Panthers. One for three. One for three. <laughs> All right, here we go. I formation dotted by Jacobs. My guess is he's getting it here with two tight ends and a motion man left to right. They go toss play to this near side. Jacobs trying to stretch the field. Turns it upfield momentarily, and he's going to be ridden down from behind, but falls forward into Haven territory at the 48. Gain of six more for Deshaun Jacobs. Second down and four upcoming. Panther defense bending now. Trying to find a way. 6-10 and counting to play here in the fourth. Rustin. Looking for their first district title since 2008. They've been disappointed in this final two of the last three years, trying to turn the tide now on their home field. Split to the far side, wing to the near side, two backs, and it's Deshaun Jacobs one more time. To the near side, he's going to be strung out shy of the first down. Good work there by Barlow and Chase Nangle to stop him shy of the 45. They'll put it down at the 44-yard line, and it brings up third down and two. All right, third and about two. Clock ticking. And I, I definitely think they're in four-down territory here, too. Oh, absolutely. Like, down by six They're not going to give here. up the ball here. Down by six. Panthers need a big-time stop here. Wing T look. They shift. Meadows wing to the right. Wing to the left is Deshaun Jacobs. They send Jacobs in motion. Give it to him one more time. Off the right side. Panthers are waiting for him and string him out. Ethan Barrar there to meet him with Sam Milligan. Took a yard loss on that. And they'll drop him back at the 47. And it's going to turn it into fourth down and about three. Three to four, yep. Wow. Big play there by the defense. Panthers were ready for that one. Excellent push by that defensive line and able to get off their blocks into the backfield and stop Deshaun. All right. Barrar and Milligan with that last stop. Can they come up with it one more time? Deshaun Jacobs in slot to the left here. Shotgun look here on fourth and three, and now they're going to call timeout. Okay, Coach St. Clair wants to talk it over, and why not? Big, big play upcoming. Fourth and three. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Stick with us. Glad you're listening live. We're on the archive. Strathaven and Rustin in an instant classic here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to Ruston High School. 4.28 to go in regulation. Strathaven 19, Ruston 16. Sorry, Ruston 13, rather. Mm-hmm. Six-point game. And Rustin with fourth and three from the Haven 47 from the near hash moving left to right. They will go for it to try to move the chains. All right, here we go. Shotgun look. Wing to the right is Jacobs. Split end to the left is Egri. Double wing, hard count. Panthers nearly flinched. They flinched but did not jump. And they give a jet sweep to the left side. Jacobs turns upfield. He's going to have it by half a yard. He's going to end up with a first down. They go jet to the left side. Panthers were there, but Jacob twists his way for just enough. Just enough. He gets three and a half. 
and moves the chains. Panther defense oh so close to getting off the field there. A couple of quick st- score updates. Valley View leads Bishop Shanahan now 25-21, and Garnet Valley up 45-13. Well, that's over. Garnet looking for their third district title and trying to win in Coach Ricky's final home game. Here, Panthers trying to hold serve as well. Can they perhaps bring a second District 1 title to the Central League tonight? Rustin wants to say otherwise. Four minutes to go. Receivers to either side. Motion man Santangelo right to left. They run off this near side, and this is Deshaun Jacobs stood up pretty quickly, but still twists to the 39, maybe 40-yard line. Ben Faribault there to meet him. They'll put it down on the 40 for a gain of three. Second down and seven on his 28th carry of the evening. Deshaun Jacobs up to 161 yards on 28 carries. He's been the bulk of the offense, to say the least. He's at 161. Everybody else, I have him at about 25. Mm. <laughs> All right. Egri split to the far side. Wing to the left. Motion man to the near side comes Santangelo. On second seven, toss to the left side. Jacobs bounces back to his right, steps Ooh. away from a man. He's going to be near first down yardage. Sutherland on the stop with Fuscus, but he's going to be, oh, maybe inches shy or move the chains here at the Panther 34. It's going to be third and one. Good cut right there by Jacobs on his 29th carry of the evening. I tell you, the Panthers really need to try to create a turnover because this, you know, the way this is marching down the field, they score and get 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 the point. This game's over. There won't be any time left on the clock. 245 to go in regulation. Still 34 yards away from tying it are the Knights. Wing T look and third and one. It's up the middle. Freeney, he's going to have himself a first down. They'll put it down at the 32-yard line. Gain of two. Freeney, not big-time numbers uh, rushing the football this year, but has himself a couple of short touchdown runs and has a first down right there. 2.30 and counting to play. Panther defense. Well, frankly, go back to the offense. Could not convert on fourth and one on a very, very close call, and now the defense trying to come up with a stop. Two receivers to the right. Shotgun look. Motion man is Meadows back to the left. They run back to the right on the counter, and waiting for them is Jacobs, and he still bounces off a tackle and gets inside the 30 he, for a gain of couple. He was dead to rights for a loss of one, and he just bounced out and got the, got the two yards. Excellent job there by Deshaun. Picks up a couple. Second down and eight from the Panther 30. We're inside of two minutes to play here. Knights still 30 yards away from tying it. They have what? It's still three timeouts, right? No, they have two. two. All right, here we go. Wing uh, shotgun look. Wing to the left is Meadows. They run back up the middle. This is Jacobs sheds one tackle, and Fuscus there to meet him at the 25. It'll bring up about third and three. Crawford had a shot at him, bounced right off him, and Jacobs just running his heart. It's, it's as if it was still his first carry of the night. Mm. Still tons of energy there from Jacobs. On his 31st carry of the evening. It's going to be taking an awful long time to bring these plays in considering the clock. 115 and counting. All right. Third down and about three. From the Panther 25, Freenish takes the shotgun snap. Jacobs off the right side, trying to get outside. He cuts it back. One man, two man. They've got him wrapped up. Shy of the first down. They'll put him down on the 25. No gain. Fourth and three upcoming. Clock ticks. 58 seconds. 57 seconds. Uh, now and now timeout for Rustin. With 57, 56 seconds to go, they have to convert fourth down and about three. 
Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, we said this was going to come. To, we didn't think anybody was going to blow anybody out. This was going to come down to the wire. He even looked to take a lead that was going to be insurmountable. Uh, you know, and, and then uh, Rustin just, you know, really got good on defense. Haven was, was really making five, six yards at a time and less. And uh, Rustin just found a way to stop him. And, oh, so short. I mean, the Haven offense would still potentially have the ball if, yeah. if that hadn't been uh, uh, a game of inches. Definitely hurt by the loss of Matt Schuler. Yep. They've gone, basically had to, you know, abandon one whole side of the, the line uh, in, in one sense. They've become a two-dimensional instead of three or four. And uh, now it's up to the defense. Fourth down and three from the 25. 56 seconds to go here for Rustin, trailing by th- six, and they need a touchdown to tie it. An extra point would presumably take the lead. All right. Knights break the huddle and their timeout with two receivers to the left, one to the right, shotgun. They go spread, empty backfield. Look for Jacobs, perhaps. Nope, back to pass the lefty, firing to the outside. Has a man out there. It's juggled, breaks a tackle inside the 10, inside the 5, and down to the 4-yard line. It'll be first and goal to go. Into the wind, no less. Into the wind. A big-time completion. Was Who was that on the catch? Didn't even see on that far sideline. And with 48 seconds to go, the ball will be at the Haven 5. I believe it was Matt Egri on the catch. Gain of 20 on the second completion of the evening. Freeney to Egri. All right, they break the huddle. Clock ticks, 35 seconds, 34 seconds. Winked eye formation, two uh, power eye. It's right up the middle to Jacobs. He's pushing the pile. He's going to be stopped shy of the goal line. One timeout to go here for Rustin, 23 seconds. And they just took it. And they just took it. All right. Final timeout by Rustin, called there, and they'll have it at the two-yard line here. Deshaun Jacobs picked up three on his 33rd carry of the evening. Now can the Panthers hold down Rustin's all-time leading rusher from about two yards away? Can they hold him down? And I think we're probably going to get, if they call two plays in the huddle, I think Rustin, with any luck, will have two plays to get into the end zone. You almost have to call two plays here out of the timeout because you don't have enough. You don't really have uh, enough I, time I, to run. Have your quarterback run to the sideline and then run it back no, in and there's, there's get no your doubt. line set. Yep. And there's no timeout. So without any timeouts on, in your pocket, and you know Strathaven's not taking any. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's for sure. All right, Rustin comes out of their huddle. They'll snap it from the far hash mark from the two-yard line. Panther defense on second down and goal. Needs to get at least one, probably two stops with 23 seconds to go. We'll see what they come up with. They've tried a little bit of everything. Wing T, power eye, spread. They've tried it all. And they'll start here with Freeney under center. Power eye, two fullbacks in front of Deshaun Jacobs. They give it to Jacobs off the left side. He bangs his way in for the touchdown. Rustin in front now with 16 seconds left. And now an extra point could give Rustin its first district title since 2008. Wow. Jacobs in for the two, from the two, his second touchdown of the night. And the Panthers now trying to come up with some kind of miracle to block this extra point. It'll be into the wind, strunk to kick it away. Deshaun Jacobs will take a knee at the 10-yard line. He will hold. 16 seconds to go. We're tied at 19. 
Panthers trying to come after this one. The snap, oh, hard count, looks like somebody jumped, kick is away, and it is, now they're going to blow it dead first. Panthers jumped off sides, and they're going to make him kick it again. All right, kick was long enough, I think it was inside that left upright, but a dead ball off sides for the Panthers there, trying to come off the edge, and wait, are they going to say the kick is good? They're going to count the kick? There was no signal that the kick was good. There, there I, I was never was. a signal that the kick was good. Right. I think they have they to, have to kick it again. Change, yeah. yeah, they have to kick it again. Okay. Rustin players were celebrating. celebrating as if it was good. They're going to make them kick it again. Boy, tough break for Rustin here that you have to do that. But yeah. uh, well, Panthers, the flag's gone still at yeah. that far end of the stadium. Yeah, of course. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> the wind has stopped. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> of all breaks here when for the, Strathaven. When the football gods decide to the fish wind you off. Has stopped. <laughs> all right, here we go. 16 seconds to go in regulation. Strunk on for the extra point, and with half the distance, Jacobs will try. Will take a knee at about the seven-yard line. All right, so tougher angle, but he's going straight ahead with it. Panthers will try to come after this one. Here we go. Tied at 19. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and it is... There's another flag on the play. They were offside again. Offside again. Okay. Like once again, All no right. signal. Okay, so the Panthers jumped again. And now, <laughs> offsides again, Strathaven. Yep. All right, so, <laughs> again, that'll no, move the, the ball I'm just, inside the one-yard line. I'm oh, we should that. update everybody. It's 19-19. There are 16 seconds left in the clock, um, and uh, uh, Rustin is attempting to kick an extra point. They have kicked it twice now, but no points because Haven jumped offsides both times. Uh, it looks like they made the kick both times, but because it was a defensive offside, the play is dead. Okay. They will try it again. A little snap from inside the one now, or about the one. Deshaun Jacobs takes a knee here, and boy, this is... It's at the six now. Yeah, he's at the six. I don't know why he wouldn't take an extra yard back. This makes it yeah. tougher on the kicker to get some lift over the line. It's a 16-yard well, attempt. 16-yard attempt. Line. All right, here we go. Panthers trying to come after this one. Jacobs on a knee at the six. Strunk for the extra point and perhaps a extra trail. They botched the snap. Scramble for it. And they got him. They've got him down at the nine-yard line. They're going to blow it dead. And the oh extra point goodness. is no good. Unbelievable turn of events here. The Panthers jump off sides twice. And somehow it pays off as they juggle the snap. 19-19 is your score with 16 seconds to go in regulation. Are you kidding me? Like, if, if I wasn't here, I wouldn't believe like, this. Like, how is that the My outcome goodness. that comes out of this? <laughs> Strathaven jumping offside twice. Saves don't, them. They, they don't <laughs> block either of the kicks on their offside attempts, but the one that they don't jump offside on d- isn't any good. Well, the it, two best penalties they've ever had. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. All right. 16 seconds to go in regulation. We're not done yet, amazingly. Strathaven will receive the kickoff. Barlow, Connor, and Nangle will await at their 10-yard line. Strunk to kick it away into, well, what was a wind, and now the wind, of course, is picked it's up. It's picked back up. Now it's picked back up. He is kicking into a pretty steady wind now. Oh, my goodness. The wind seems to have died down here later in this game. As this game's gone on, the wind's died down, but as we say that, the wind picks back up again, and it's... Pretty stiff coming from right to left. 
The Panthers were inches away from icing this game with about four minutes to go. They fall short on fourth and one by a couple of inches on a very close spot. Rustin, look, they have a fumble at the five-yard line. They, they botched two extra points. Boy, both teams have to be kicking themselves right now. But here we are, tied at 19 in the District 1 final with 16 seconds to go. Rustin to kick it away. Strunk steps into it. High end over end kick. It's going to come down. This is a live ball here. Connor picks it up at the 8-yard line. Straight up the middle, and Austin Connor sheds one tackle and is banged down at the 27-yard line with nine seconds to go. All right. Nine seconds to go in regulation. The Panthers will have it at their 27-yard line. My guess is Milligan takes a knee, and we will pick an end of the field and play some overtime football for the District 1 title. Oh, my goodness. Couldn't ask for a better script than this. What a way to decide a district title. Yep. Incredible. Just incredible. Panthers shorthanded again tonight with uh, Matt Schuler going out midway through the second quarter. He's not been back on offense or defense. Damon Jacobs, who scored the first Rustin touchdown, he went out late in the second quarter as well. Milligan takes a snap, takes a knee, and we will take it to overtime. Incredible. Four mm-hmm. seconds, three seconds, two seconds. Not sure why we're hearing any boos. Well, the, because they the, think that the the uh, <laughs> offsides, you know, shouldn't have been called, I guess. Well, either way. All right, so we will take a short timeout. Or do you want to just talk through overtime? Let's uh, talk through the overtime. All right, so overtime rules. Both There's going to be a coin toss to see who gets the football first. They will start at the 10-yard line. Whoever decides to go first will, again, first down from the 10, and uh, each team will have at least one offensive possession uh, to see what, uh, what comes of it. Unless, of course, if the defense were to somehow get a stop and score, you know, like an right. interception or a fumble return, uh, the length of the field, that would end the game uh, immediately. But in the meantime... Uh, hey, it's going to go back and forth here until this game remains essentially untied. Well, who we do to... we think has the better opportunity here? I, I know it's, you know, who gets the ball first, but but it seems like uh, right now Rustin's in the driver's seat for a 10-yard drive. I mean, I you know, Haven can certainly do it, yeah. but we've seen Haven floundering, you know, as, as this game has progressed, not being able to get the guys off the ball, not be able to open up their yard lines. And, of course, it can come down to the ever-present, you know, extra point. Yeah. Uh, I would assume they're going to end up on this side of the field only so that they have the wind going with it. So if it comes to an extra point, you know, I can't imagine, you know, you, you kick a ball and there's no wind and you get it and the next team gets scores and kicks a ball into a steady wind and, you, and it drops, you know, before it gets there. And you go, oh, really? I mean, you couldn't. Well, you also have well, a factor of maybe going for two. And, you know, not to, to rain on the parade here, but you think back, the last time the Panthers were in overtime mm-hmm. in the playoffs uh, was a couple years ago at Kennett, where it did not go their way. They were yep. stopped on their possession inches from the goal line, uh, and Kennett scored a touchdown. You go back to 2011 up at Pottsgrove. Uh, Strathaven scored in overtime, kicked their extra point to go up by seven. Pottsgrove answers with a touchdown and then wins the game in the semifinals on a two-point point conversion. Point. So, again, it'll be interesting to see the coin toss, who um, who decides who to... Who wants the ball first? Yeah, who, who wants, wants the, the ball, ball first? Well, well yep. usually you want the ball second because you want to let your, yep. to see what they do because then, of course, if you're stopped with fourth and three, you know, you may bring in your field goal kicker if the other team hasn't scored because the field goal will win it. All right. Captains meet at midfield. Matt Schuler in street clothes, unfortunately. He's joined by Barlow, Mason Green, 
and Nick Filios. For Rustin, Deshaun Jacobs, Colby Freeney, Anthony Meadows, and Big 59, Jack Shoup, the two-way tackle. And both head coaches are at midfield explaining uh, or getting an explanation for the rules and expectations for overtime. So District 1, 5A final. Panthers trying like crazy to walk out of here victorious and bring some hardware back to Wallingford. Rustin trying to do the same. Right. They are the one seed by a fraction of a point with eleven uh, that eleven and one record. And uh, let's see where that landed. And I got to give credit. I got to give credit to the fans that are out here. Nobody has left, and yeah. it is cold. All right, Rustin has won the toss. I think Strathaven is Strathaven going to... elected to play down at the yeah down this at... far end zone on the left. Okay. And it looks like Rustin, Rustin will, will yep. have the ball. Rustin first will and have ten. the ball. Okay. Uh, oh, are they switching sides? No. Okay. Now they're switching sides of the field. All right. Yeah, I was going to say, Strathaven will get the football with the wind at their back. I was going to say, if Rustin won the toss, it'd be unusual for them to you take it first. Take it first. Yeah. But okay. All right. Strathaven, football first and goal from the ten yard line. I'm standing up. There's each no team with one timeout. With uh, yes, each team gets a timeout mm-hmm. here. But, uh, hey, the rest of it, there's, the clock says zero. <laughs> that's, uh, that's it. We don't have to worry about the clock anymore except for the play clock. Panther offense will get, uh, and look, Mike says he's standing up. Andrew's on his feet, and now so is the entire crowd. Everybody I'm a trendsetter. What can I tell you? All right. I'm just trying to stay warm over here. <laughs> Panthers will work right to left here, and then Rustin will look to do the same. On the end of the field with the wind at their back. This is certainly helpful for uh, the kicking game and perhaps the passing game. Although tonight there's been, what, three or four passes thrown yeah, well, in total. Considering how all the teams have been running, there really wasn't much nope, of a reason. That's right. Panthers, 288 yards on the ground. Rustin, 220. But now they need 10 more. Here we go. Wing to the left, Austin Connor. First and goal. From the 10, rolling to his right is Milligan. Looking, he does want to throw it. Steps up, has time. Scrambles away, rolls back to his left. Eyes downfield, going to cross the 10 to the 5. Milligan leaps into the end zone for a touchdown. Sam Milligan off the left side on the scramble. And the Panthers take a six-point lead on the first play. Boy, that that was a breaker. Just go be an athlete. Yep. And Sam... With terrific protection, and wow, good give credit to Rustin's coverage. Nobody open. Yep. Outstanding coverage, but Milligan goes 10 yards in overtime to give him a six-point lead, extra point pending now. All right, here we go. Milligan will hold. Shankweiler, Shankweiler into extra point. on for the kick. Evan Menneker to snap. The last snap was high, and the kick failed. Here we go. We'll try it again. 25-19, ball spotted, kick is away, plenty long and option, Shankweiler is good. Seven-point lead for the Panthers here in the first overtime, and now Rustin will have to answer. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Well, that, that, that certainly didn't have a whole lot of drama other than the run itself. I mean, first play of the game, they get into the end zone. Milligan hurdled a man who was going in low at about the two and tumbles in for the score. Incredible. What an athletic play. Mm. He probably ran 40, 50 yards on that play. Yeah, rolling out to the right hash mark and then coming all the way back to the left pylon. Here we go. Rustin will try it now as well. 
The band in the back corner of the end zone for Strathaven, making some noise here. Rustin trying to score, running right towards them. This end of the field has been trouble for Rustin from in close earlier. Right now, if they lose possession of the ball, they lose a fumble and an interception, the game's over. A turnover would end it for the Panthers. 26-19 Strathaven. Rustin, first crack at it in overtime. Shotgun look on the right hip is Deshaun Jacobs. They give it to him, running off this left side. Turns upfield. He's going to go inside the five and into the end zone for a touchdown. Wow. Now what? Now do you go for two? Here's the question here for Coach St. Clair. Mm -hmm. Do they go for one and tie it, or do they go for two? Deshaun Jacobs just ran like a hot knife through butter. The home crowd says go for two. two. We'll see. Can they come up with one play for the district title? Twick, 26-25, and you do not see the kicker, and it's going to be timeout. Rustin. Okay. They're going to talk it over. I think they're going to go for two here. (laughs) I I think think the Panthers will have a hard time stopping it uh, from the three. Deshaun Jacobs, they've got to figure out the play that gets him uh, figured out. And honestly, running left tonight uh, has has been the spot there for... For Rustin, Panthers again missing, <laughs> missing Matt Schuler in a big way here. They had yep. him hemmed in in that first half, and it's uh, gone downhill from there. Shit, Jacobs now 190 yards on 35 carries at halftime. He was uh, at about 82 yards on 20 carries. So it's uh, again some wear and tear on both defenses here, and the Panthers now need one stop for the district title. Here we go. For the district championship, a two-point try coming for Rustin. The home crowd is excited. They'll snap it from the three. Panther defense, wouldn't shock me to see them call a timeout here once they see the formation. We'll see. All right. Under center. Power eye. Two fullbacks in front. And there's a flag on the play, and I think you're going to get a a false start. Oh, false start. Oh, my goodness. I thought the Panthers jumped. No, I think they were were moving in and out in hopes of drawing them. False start against Rustin. Now do you kick it? Now this is a huge decision. Do you you kick it? I think you have to kick the extra point. Yeah. Do you kick it or do you go for two? And now here comes the kick team. here comes the kick team. All right. So now to tie it, it's on the foot of Griffin Strunk. Oh, tough break there for Rustin, an untimely penalty there. And now 26-25. I think that that was absolutely designed by Haven. You still have the threat here with Deshaun Jacobs as the holder. Yes. That he could try and make something out of this. All right, here we go. Panthers leading by a point, strunk on for the extra point to try to tie it. Can the Panthers get in and block it? Or do you not even risk an offsides here? (laughs) Here we go. Essentially a 25-yard field goal for the extra point. Ball spotted. Kick is away. It is long enough, and it is good. We are knotted at 26. (laughs) Overtime number two coming, and we'll just keep it on. Keep on rolling here. Incredible. Incredible. So 26 all will go to overtime number two. Milligan and Deshaun Jacobs trading 10-yard scoring runs. And the Panthers <laughs> still will stay at this end of the field and, and see what they can come up with it. Is it the Ru- the Rustin offense is taking the field here? Yeah, I think you, they reverse. Yeah, now you, you alternate. Rever- you, yep. you reverse possession. Mm-hmm. 
So we have first and ten rust in here. All right. Here we go. So can the Panthers come up with a stop here? They'll get another crack at it. As will the Rustin offense, of course. Deshaun Jacobs, 35 carries, 190 yards, and three scores. His brother Damon had the first score of the game, but then went out with an injury in the second quarter. I'd be stunned to see anybody but number one carrying the football here. First and goal from the 10. They spread it. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. Freeney in the gun. Motion man Santangelo left to right. They give it to Jacobs. Stretch play to the left side. Turns upfield. A huge hole. Cuts it back. And he's going to be into the end zone again. Touchdown, Jacobs. Same play. Yep. Ten-yard run on the first overtime. Ten-yard run in the second overtime. Incredible. And it's 32-26. And now extra point coming. Or so we think. They've got the <laughs> first extra trunk. point kicker yep. out there. All right. Then the pressure comes on to the Strathaven offense. All right, here we go. On to for the extra point is Strunk. Deshaun Jacobs takes a knee at the 10, awaiting the snap. Six-point lead for Rustin here in the second overtime, trying to make it seven. Snap is a good one. Ball spotted. Kick is away, and it is good again. He's two for two in the overtimes. Strunk pounds it through. Seven-point lead, 33-26. Rustin and Strathaven, (laughs) a seven-point game here. The Panthers get the football now. First and goal from the 10 with a chance to tie or win it. My goodness. (laughs) Mm, My goodness is right. Now, not to project too far ahead, you got to get in the end zone first, but what would you do if you're the Panthers? Are you uh, going for one or are you going for two? You'd have to really love your, your play on for a two-point try to win it. All right, there we go. Home crowd chanting one more stop. Panthers need one more score to tie it. Wing T, two tight ends. From the 10 on first and goal. Crawford off the right side, and they stand him up quickly. Still sheds a tackle, and he'll get a few. Good response there from the Rustin defense, and Anthony Crawford still punches it down to about the 7 or 8. We'll see where they spot this. All right. I'll put it down at the 8. Is that right? It looks like the 7 from here. It's the 8-yard line. It's the 8. Okay, gain of 2 for Crawford. Second and goal from the 8. What can the Panthers come up with here? Second down. They'll go from the far hash, moving right to left here. The wind has picked up. Barlow in the backfield alongside of Crawford. Austin Connor, your wing to the left. Nine men in the box. Give us to Barlow. Off the left side. He cuts inside. Back to the right. And into the... Down to the one. Just shy of the goal line is Barlow. Inches shy. And wow. Barlow rips off seven and three quarters. <laughs> They'll be inside the one. <laughs> wow. And the Panthers now, again, this is probably quarterback sneak time again. Logan's been in the end zone twice. Wouldn't shock me to go for it again here. Barlow's also been in the end zone twice. 33-26. Turn. Barlow off the left side. Leaps, and he is. Where is he? No, I don't think he's in yet. They stop him short. He left his feet, and the upside of that is if you clear it, you're in. The downside is you have no power if you're in the air, and Barlow is met midair, no gain on the play, fourth and goal from inside the one. All right. Rustin needs a stop from inside the one for the district title. 
The Panthers need to score for a chance to tie it and send it to a third overtime or perhaps win it with a two-point play. 33-26. We're in the second overtime, and the Panthers need a play on fourth and one. Two tight ends. Wing T behind Milligan. Fourth and goal from the one. It's Barlow off the right side who's in for the touchdown. Now what? Do you yeah, kick it now what is or right. do you go for two? Let's see. I think Coach Clancy's going to talk it over. I, I think Clancy calls his timeout. Talk, you talk it over. You see, do we feel really good about this two-point play? you got three yards to go. In my mind, I would be leaning go for two. I would in the sense that your defense is worn out right and, now. And they haven't – They the first half they He's were able to two. And they will. Here we go. Panthers – Trailing 33-32, it will be a two-point try for the district title. Here we go, Panthers. Under center is Milligan. Tight end to the left is Perlman. Green to the right. Wing to the left is Barlow. Milligan with 10 in the box. They play fake. Rolling to his right, Milligan. Looking, looking. Burn it for the corner. Dives. And he is in for the district title. Sam Milligan inside the pylon with a district title in his arms. And the Panthers, for the 12th time, will bring the trophy to Wallingford. Unbelievable. The sprint for for glory for Milligan. And the band is on the field. And Strathaven wins it 34-33. We're two weeks away from Hershey. And I can smell the chocolate. Unreal. And le- <laughs> What a ball game. Unreal. Heartbreak for Rustin. Just a sick feeling for these kids. They're going to come up inches short for the third time in four years, but no reason to hang their heads. No, this was a spectacular What game. an incredible, incredible game. You can't see anything more entertaining than that on a holiday weekend. Oh, my goodness. They are mobbed <laughs> at the other end of the end zone. Yep. The band <laughs> was excited. And Milligan diving for the pylon. I can't wait to see the highlight film for that one. Yep. My goodness. <laughs> so for the third time in four years, Rustin will finish as the District 1 runner-up. They end their season at 11-2. and two. The Panthers go to 13-1 and and to the state semifinals one week from tonight against either Erie Cathedral Prep or Imhotep. All right, let's take a 30-second timeout, be back to catch our breath and talk this one over. Strathaven pulls it out 34-33 in double OT. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read The Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Incredible finish tonight. Strathaven 34, Westchester Rustin 33. Number two seed over number one seed. It could not have been closer. 34-33 in two overtimes, a two-point conversion, just a gutsy, gutsy call, and terrific execution. 
as Sam Milligan with a run pass option, scrambling to his right, dives for the pylon and takes it home. And he barely made it. Oh, my goodness. Yep. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. not like he, he ran in and just smiled. I mean, he, yeah. he had to dig it out, and he barely got there. Incredible. And uh, what a finish that was. The Panthers are district champs for the first time since 2010. And uh, now we'll go salute the band over in the far sideline as they finish up the handshakes. And what an incredible story. So the Panthers, without a 100-yard rusher tonight, uh, but four of them went for 52 or better. Barlow, Crawford, Milligan, and Schuler. Schuler on just five carries with 89 yards in the first quarter and a half, basically. But what a job by the Panthers to get it done. The offensive line manages <laughs> to push a bigger team uh, out of the way for yep. to the tune of, what, 308 yards tonight. And, well, and, you know, a lot of adjustments going on. It was a uh, <laughs> just I'm kind of in shock still. Yeah. I'm also trying to get the score <laughs> up on the website. This so. is, uh, look, the Panthers have won 11 district championships coming into tonight. Uh, many of them exciting. Many of them, frankly, blowouts. Uh, this might be up there with the most exciting, honestly. This is uh, a team that is, you know, ex- they were expecting coming in to have a really good season. Uh, but to say, look, you're, <laughs> you're having a great season uh, with your only loss to the, congratulations, 6A champions, Garnet Valley. Has that gone final yet? I don't know, but we're going to need to get Matt Smith's footage okay. of the Milligan, because he was on that far sideline right. on the two-point try. <laughs> He'll post it, and we'll try to, try to yeah. add it to the play. He was game. running right towards Matt Smith's uh, camera. I think we've, we've got to try and find some way to get this uh, footage. We can make friends. Matt, Matt has sent us uh, clips in the past. We'll find a way to get that in. But uh, what a job there by the offensive line. The Panthers will raise the trophy for the 12th time as District 1 champions. And uh, this was uh, what a beautiful way to end a Thanksgiving weekend here. I shouldn't say end it. We still got Saturday and Sunday to come yep. and uh, an opponent I, still to be decided. Here you can I, see I did get an update tap. from uh, Jim Allsman okay. over at Marble Newtown Tiger Radio, 54-15 for Garnet Valley. Garnet Valley is going to be your 6A champs. Strathaven will be your 5A champs. And uh, I'm looking forward to a Daily Times back cover tomorrow that uh, features two, well, the class of the Central League this year. The two uh, first and second place team in the Central will go home as district champions as well. And uh, what a what an unbelievable night. Yeah, and listen, we, ha- we did have some streaming issues. I... I was not looking specifically at the end of the game, so I'm sure hoping that didn't get lost. But I know you all stuck with me. We had hundreds of people listening. Obviously, as we're the only broadcast source for this game. So it's been great, and uh, I guess we'll see you all next week. We will see you next week indeed. Time and place to be determined, but the Panthers moving to the state semis for the first time in quite a while. Stick with us over the weekend. Thanks again to everybody here at Rustin for getting us set up in the booth. To For Andrew and Mike, brilliant job tonight, as always, engineering this and the color commentary and the stats and all of that, and we'll have more to come in the days ahead. For one more time, in double overtime, your District 1 5A champion, Strathaven 34, Westchester Rustin 33, we're signing off tonight on a Thanksgiving weekend to remember. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play night. Good night, everybody, and great football. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening, and good night. Good night.